It's 62 degrees now at DVE. I'm Val Porter. A lawyer is pleading guilty in the federal Russian influence probe. Special counsel Robert Mueller charged Russia-linked attorney Alex Vanderswan with lying to investigators about conversations he had with former Trump campaign aide Rick Gates. Gates is facing a separate charge related to his work with the government of Ukraine. A community group is expressing its concern after learning a Pittsburgh police officer has been involved in three shootings over the last 10 months. Police say Officer Gino Macchiacci is on paid administrative leave during the investigation. Officer Macchiacci was most recently involved in the deadly police-involved shooting of Mark Davis in Homewood earlier this month. A representative for the Alliance for Police Accountability says the number of shootings the officer has been involved in should raise several red flags. Investigators say the suspects involved in the first two shootings survived. Several dog food brands have been recalled because the drugs used to euthanize animals was found in some of the food. CNN reports that pentobarbital was found in small levels in cans of gravy train. The FDA said the low levels of the drug found in the dog food were unlikely to cause any issues with pets, but any level is unacceptable. The J.M. Smucker Company issued the voluntary recall of gravy train, kibbles and bits, Old Roy and Skippy canned dog food. The company said it was a single supplier that was found to be the cause. <laughs> a new report says New York City is the dirtiest city in the nation. Probably not a surprise. It was released <laughs> by Busy Bee, a Big Apple cleaning company, which says it compiled information from the EPA, the U.S. Census Bureau, and the American Housing Survey for its study of 40 major cities. L.A. was the second dirtiest city, followed by Riverside, San Bernardino, California, Chicago, and Philly. Two Florida cities, Jacksonville and Orlando, were the cleanest, followed by Tucson, Raleigh, and Memphis. There, uh, Every time I'm in New York, I can't help but think about the garbage it produces because uh, quite literally it's in your face. It's yeah. piled up in the street. There was, a, guy, there was a, a homeless guy playing trash golf where he was hitting like little milk cartons that were all scrunched up across the street into another <laughs> pile of garbage. I mean, it's a beautiful city, but at the same time, it's there's dirty. 8 million people and we're all dirty and we're all producing an incredible amount of trash. <laughs> Having a drink for your health may be better for old people than exercise. A new study found that seniors who drink a moderate amount of alcohol each day have a better chance of living past 90 than those who exercise daily. Researchers at the University of California, Irvine, found that two glasses of wine or beer dropped the chance of premature death by 18%. But daily exercise for up to 45 minutes reduced premature death by only 11%. And speaking of older people, it's the sexy 60s. Uh, sorry, everybody under that, you're not having the best sex of your lives. Instead, it's your parents and grandparents. Oh, great. According to Match.com's annual Singles in America survey, on average, single women reported having their best sex at age 66. And for single men, it was age 64. So I mean, yeah, that's really? to look forward to. Is it just that you're... St- your the bar has lowered, so your expectations have lowered. Well, I know for women, a lot of the time they say when you get to that age, you're not worrying about getting pregnant, so you can let your freak flag fly. I guess okay, be a little looser, but wait, you gotta wait till you're sixty. Well, hey, damn, that's all right. 
The world's leader in licensed lyrics is claiming former President Barack Obama is the most name-dropped president in music. In honor of President's Day this week, Lyric Find calculated every song that mentions a U.S. president, good or bad. And Obama crushed the competition with almost 310 mentions, followed in second place by George W. Bush's roughly 115. Bill Clinton, Ronald Reagan, and Donald Trump round out the top five at three, four, and five, respectively. Finally, former Creed singer Scott Stapp is being sued by the founding members of the supergroup Art of Anarchy for failing to promote the band. The more than $1 million lawsuit alleges Stapp refused to tour with the band and appear in promotional photos and videos in conjunction with the release of the group's 2017 album, The Madness. Well, if you don't want to be in photos or videos or tour with a band, are you really in the band? Uh, Stapp was reportedly paid 200 grand for services rendered and only performed at less than 20 concerts with the band last year. Stapp replaced late Scott Weiland as lead singer in the band in 2016. The band included ex-Guns N' Roses guitarist Bumblefoot and disturbed bassist John Moyer. Rain today, temperatures dropping through the day into the 40s. Right now it's 62 at DVE. It is the DVE morning show, and uh, on the way for you a little bit later on this morning, our friend Sean Casey will be talking about his big fundraiser. Which goes on this weekend. Bill, you're going to be performing. Yeah, that. Friday night. Friday night. Uh, he'll be in uh, 8.15. And uh, also Borky. Phil Bork. The newly shorn. Beardless Borky. Uh, Mark Madden also in the 9 o'clock hour. And uh, Pittsburgh Pothole Kings will help you get through mm. the the rough terrain out there a little bit later on this morning. It's brutal. Oh, my God. It's like downtown Baghdad. It's brutal. Everywhere you go, because it's wide. gorgeous in February. I was afraid I was going to have to turn on the air conditioning yesterday for the talks. I was sweating. I walked to pick up my daughters from school and was sweating. How nice is that? It's February. Yeah, I did the old uh, walk around the neighborhood like a lunatic. You but know. D- doesn't it feel like mean? ominous, though? Like it's it, it's like you it like being the tornado we had the other day. totally light outside it midnight like it doesn't feel right yeah no it shouldn't it shouldn't feel right you know it, it it seems like there are always a couple of outlier days in a winter or it used to be like once or twice you'd be like oh my god it got up to 50 um but now it's just on the regular oh yeah we have a swing of you know 50 to 70 degree weather and then it record goes, broke the record yesterday oh and it's not going to get like super cold again is it uh this is the warmest it'll be today, and it's going to drop into the 40s, and I think tomorrow it's going to be in the 40s, but then warm back up in the 50s and 60s for a couple of days. So we'll be coming out of February in a week, and we might not be back down at freezing. Mm, maybe not. Crazy. I was just walking around yesterday asking everyone I saw, like, do you ever remember it being like this when you were growing up in February? Universally, of course, No. 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 This is not normal. Well, uh, actually, if uh, you look back at the uh, Ice Age, uh, it was ushered in in uh, much the same manner. <laughs> Such be I Like, is there any doubt in your mind what's going on? I stopped caring, by the way. <laughs> Val, I found out if you don't care. Do you feel better? It happens just as uh, quickly as if you do. So uh, I'm going, I'm going with the don't. You're probably much happier. 
I walked around, like, I can't do a lot because, you know, I'm recovering from a, a, an elbow injury and I'm, I'm walking around and, you know, I can't really run or do anything like that. Mm-hmm. I had this brace on. And so I just walked around the neighborhood yesterday and I realized. What, what, go ahead, finish, sorry. Well, I, Bill knows where we, like, on the, it, it's hilly. You can, like, do There's a lot hills. of up, down hills yeah. and stuff and at least get it, like, you know, burn some calories. Sure, yeah. I wasn't walking around, like, yeah. yelling at people like a lunatic. Okay. Like, la, 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 la. That's like, what I, I wanted when you said you were walking around like a crazy person. I'm like, what What? What do you mean Well, I felt that? like I looked like a crazy person. I had a... I have a, a ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, no, Wait, I wasn't no, doing that. no, not that kind. Okay. But I got, like, this Terminator thing on my arm. And, uh, you know, I'm sweating. I had headphones in. And it's, like, tr- like look like I'm in a hurry to go somewhere. Because I'm actually sneakers. trying to achieve, like, some sort of, like... Cardio. W- cardio. Raised heart rate. That's not happening. Um but it was just so damn beautiful yesterday mm-hmm. and terrifying at the same time. It was an ominous, like Bill said. It was an ominous beautiful. I, I felt so like I was... Did you grill? I didn't grill, but I got so corny about the weather. Like, I was walking this, you know, to my daughter's school, and I was just, like, smiling like a big goof. <laughs> and I'm walking down the street, and I see, like, the crossing guard. And, like, we had the just the... The cheesiest exchange ever. I'm like, well, I'll take this weather, huh? <laughs> He's like, me too. What if you could bottle it? You'd make a lot of money. And I was like, nah, you probably could. You're a sub- See ya. Yeah. You're fully sub- Hi, kids. suburbanated. I think the, the crocus are coming up. Right okay. on, dude. That Ballroom mean? Blitz. <laughs> Headhunters. What the hell does that mean? Uh, Crocus was one of the greatest uh, bands. <laughs> yeah, but aren't they going to get blue bulbs? Because it's going to yes. get real cold again. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> you can't, uh, definitely are. I mean, all this stop and start. Did you grill out yesterday? No. no I did not. A lot of people were grilling out. and I uh, thought about it, but... A friend they... of mine reminded me of this song. Because... She was like, I want to grill out today. It's like that old, she goes, like that old DVE song. I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, my Back God. Back in the day, this is from Bob Rivers, who is, of course, the Twisted Christmas guy. This is one of the. <laughs> this is digging into the archive. This is going way back to the DVE listener. It made me laugh so hard. I don't know why, because it's just so dumb. You never heard this? No, I never heard it either. Burgers on the grill. <laughs> Burgers on the grill. It's so dumb. I've really had my fill. <laughs> of burgers on the grill. <laughs> when the relatives go home, I'm stuck with chicken bones. And burgers on the grill. There's a steak dip on the coal. It fell down through the hole, <laughs> and now it's caught on fire. Smells like a funeral pyre. I was trying to get it back, but it's turning pretty black. Steak dip on the coals. Wait, yeah. wait, there was one line. That's she kept great. saying over and over that was making me laugh, and she kind of had it wrong. But it's the next one coming up, and I could not stop thinking. on the boil. <laughs> the skin begins to boil. 
I dropped it in the soil I thought that it was spoiled So I washed it with a hose And fed it to Aunt Rose There it is Fed it to Aunt Rose Fed it to Aunt Rose Well yeah, maybe you were getting your uh, burgers on uh, the grill yesterday. It's the DVE Morning Show, Journey Separate Ways. Uh, Mike Pursuta coming in with your sports in a little bit. The U.S. hockey team, big letdown, big, uh, big letdown. We're watching uh, curling right now here in the studio. Our friend uh, Trenny Kisnarek, formerly of Root Sports or whatever it was before Root Sports, Fox Sports Pittsburgh or whatever the hell it was. Now it's AT&T Sportsnet. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, she's working for Comcast Sports in Boston these days, and she always gets the curling assignment for the Olympics. Are they all juicing? Uh, not just the Russian. Of all the sports to juice in, yeah, I don't get it. Curling probably the least necessary. Don't you feel like if somebody was juicing, like they would go to throw one of those stones or the rocks or whatever they call them, and they would just like smash all the other ones out of the <laughs> out of the rink? <laughs> Sorry, guys. Or they just like throw it underhanded and it just hits the top of the arena. <laughs> <laughs> or the guy with the broom just hits the the concrete because he's <laughs> scrubbing so hard. Sorry. He wears it down to a nub. So is the, I mean, I've not really paid that much attention to curling. Is the goal of the scrubbing to get it to slow down? Like it roughs That's up what the I can, ice. I don't think so because it's not. It, it's like a sponge. I think it's trying to speed the path because yeah. the other team is allowed to come in with a with a brusher right at the very end to stone block you to or to try to get your stone to keep going out of the circle. And hey, don't block my stones. Yeah, I don't know. All I know is it is basically you only need the build of a. Bowler. Adult league softball Those player. are the guys who get laid the least in the Olympic Village, the curlers. Yeah, all but these, they can party the most, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. They can stay up late just all the time getting hammered. Like, what's the big deal? I just got to get up and curl. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mike has your sports. When we come back, want to remind you that you can listen to the DVE Morning Show anytime using the iHeartRadio app. Just search DVE when you open up the app. Download it from iHeartRadio.com. Go to uh, the App Store, your smartphone or tablet, ta- uh, tablet, smart tablet, not the dumb tablet. Download it today. <laughs> iHeartRadio.com. DVE Sports. Mike Pursuta with your sports right now on the DVE Morning Show. And a valiant effort by the U.S. men's hockey team. Could not get it done in the... Uh, shootout not valiant enough czech republic three team usa two in a shootout and uh in the words of the great porky pig a beat the beat be, that's all folks no medal for team usa for the second consecutive olympics uh, the u.s finished fourth under dan bilesman in 2014 last meddling uh with a silver under ron wilson in 2010 this time uh, two to two after regulation and the Czechs win the shootout, uh, one goal to none, each side taking five attempts initially in international play. And uh, the U.S. tried uh, Chris Bork, Ryan Donato, Mark Arcobello, Troy Terry, and Bobby Butler. None of them able to solve the Czech goaltender. So uh, a disappointing end to Team USA, which would have advanced to play Russia. That would have been a tall order 
Uh, the Olympic athletes from Russia may not have a country, but they have a hell of a hockey team. They beat Norway 6-1. to one. <laughs> So it is Russia against the Czech Republic in one semifinal. And uh, the other two uh, quarterfinals will be played today. Canada against Finland and Sweden against Germany. Believe it or not, you, you like Sweden in this matchup against Germany. Normally you wouldn't say that. They're no, really, historically they haven't yeah. had a good track record. But on, If they were using tanks, I'd like Germany, but on the ice, I think Sweden. Contemporary reference. Better shot. World War II. <laughs> Plus five. Hey, I was up to one in the morning watching my country lose. Back off. Not, you, you make as many antiquated references as you like to feel good this morning. I... <laughs> Really disappointed. Then they couldn't go right to bed either. I was tossing the turn and replaying the game. Who's the Who's the coach this year for Team USA? I know it was Bowsman the last Olympics. Tony Granado, who is uh, now at the University of Wisconsin. There's always a Penguins connection. Always. There's tons of Penguins. Always. Penguins all over this thing. And uh, now it's done. Uh, Ryan Shazier, speaking on teammate Roosevelt Nix's podcast, says he wants to come back and play. Quote, I got to get back. Shazier tells Nick's in the podcast. He also talks about making the Hall of Fame. Quote, since I've been in college, I really wanted to go to the Hall of Fame. I still want to go to the Hall of Fame. All my goals are like making me want to go to the Hall of Fame. I have a paper that has all the Hall of Fame linebackers. I've got to be one of the best players. I really feel I have the ability. Not sure what to make of that, but good for him. It's heartbreaking. He's got that kind of long-term focus and intentions. If that's what it takes to get him to walk again, great. Whatever. Everybody's uh, stands unified in that stance that getting him up in ambulatory once again is uh, utmost priority. Yeah, these uh, as far as we can tell, Ryan Chaser's first comments since his injury December the fourth in Cincinnati. Really? Yeah. And this isn't like a aim for the moon, hit the stars kind of thing. Like he, he really, he really does want to play again, which is kind of crazy. That's remarkable. That is. Uh, I personally would not, but then again, I probably wouldn't have uh, done what it took to get there in the first place. He's right. a pretty driven guy, Ryan Shazier. That he is. And do you have any doubt in your mind that if he would have continued to play at that level for 10 more seasons, he would have he'd possibly be a Hall of Famer? Yes, I have doubt on that. You don't think he had that? I, he was he was getting to the point where he was pretty good. Hall of Fame is the Hall of Fame. I don't think he's been all pro yet, had he? No. Yeah, so ways to go. But uh, like Randy said, whatever... Whatever he needs to be to carry it on the stick to, to get him back uh, to full recovery, uh, I'm all for that. Pirates uh, made an acquisition yesterday. You said they don't go out and get any players. They got Bryce Brents from the Red Sox for cash considerations. He's a minor league player from the Red Sox, but he's a player from the Red Sox nonetheless. Hit 271 with 31 home runs and 85 RBI in 120 games with AAA Pawtucket last year. So they got a paw sock. They'll fit right in. College Hoops number 21, West Virginia beat Baylor 71-60. to Mountaineers improved to 20-8 and overall, 9-6 and in the Big 12. 
Pitt, Duquesne, and Penn State all in action tonight. Pitt is 0-15 in the ACC hosting, wow. hosting Wake Forest. It, How, it might be now or never. If they don't get this one, they don't get one. Well, I got number one Virginia coming up this weekend. So, so. if they don't get this one, they don't get one. <laughs> yeah. Stalling's got to get fired. Yeah, I think. I he mean, does. you you have to fire him. I hate to say that because normally I'm gonna give the guy a chance. No, kind of coach, and it was clear they were gonna be in a in a difficult spot. You know, Jamie Dixon did not leave the cupboard bare or did not leave it full. Right. But this is off the charts awful, and nobody cares, and nobody's going to the games, and and this was not a great hire. You know, this was a uh, controversial hire when it first happened. A lot of people wondering if they should have hired him in the first place. Uh, apparently, the answer is no. No. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. Sometimes you got to bite the bullet and admit the mistake. And it. I it, mean, it's it has bottomed out completely. I I don't know how you. I don't know how he maintains. Look, it's the it's NCAA basketball. If you want to compete, you got to get someone who is really good at cheating. You have to get someone who knows how to not get caught at breaking the rules. Well, don't hire anybody from Louisville then. Boy, did they just get sent up the river. It's such a... Uh, that whole, we're taking away your victories punishment. Like, oh, really? Stupid. Yeah. Are you? Because it's like saying, we're taking away your dinner from 2011 to 2015. Sorry, I already ate it. Right. We're taking away all the sex you had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gonna well, be tough. It's all in the for the Louisville the, players. That would be a lot, Bill. In the bank. <laughs> That's one of the reasons they're taking it away. <laughs> yeah, coincidentally, right? <laughs> you guys had too much sex. Yeah. So now you're not gonna have none that of there. that sex counted for you guys. All those hookers that the coaches hooked you up with, none of that counted. Take back all of those climaxes. They they've don't count. You've got to vacate those climaxes. You got to vacate the climaxes. It's all the it's, it's the rules. So there's now no uh, national champion for 2013. Well, maybe Pitt can win that. Nobody won that year. Yeah. So Pitt did as well as anybody else. That's you know that's the way to look at it. Right. <laughs> that much I stayed up to one o'clock to watch us lose a freaking shootout oh to the God. freaking checks. Why would you do that? It's the Olympics, Val. Yeah, Val. It's the Olympics. I just don't have to worry about it anymore. You definitely don't. So curling, forty-two pound, a forty-two pound stone is pushed down a sheet of ice. Two players sweep the surface in front of the stone. The goal is to get the stone closest to the target, called the house. All right. Get it in the house. Get it in the house. Seriously, this was invented in Canada, right? Sweeping warm, warms up the ice and reduces friction, which makes the rock curl less. Some and hockey dads that were just bored move straighter. Mm. So it's all about. Uh, so why don't they call it non-curling? Right, because you don't want you it. You don't to curl. want it to curl. Well, sometimes you do want it to curl. I guess it depends on where the the. If the other guy's rocks in the way. Well, then it's just bot. It's like bocce. You just blast it out of there. Yeah, I guess. How come they yeah. don't drink while they do this? How do you know they don't? They don't. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, it should be mandatory. Like the guy sliding with the rock should have to have a beer in the other hand. I mean, if you look at the U.S. Look, guy, he looks I like. Mean, a, he looks like one of the guys at the uh, Bears super fan table on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I know, he looks like he works. He's a meat packer. Yeah, these guys are some highly trained athletes. A lot of meat packers. Yeah, the Russian you guy you was know what? He, juicing. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't understand why. Me Do- either. doesn't make any sense why you juice to curl. 
Val's going to play Juice Newton now. Val, what do you have coming up at the top of the hour? <laughs> we could do that. No, I know you want to. We'll talk about how many bad days we all have in a year and how we deal with them. Rick Pitino had all his bad days vacated from 2011 to 2015. <laughs> so all those bad days didn't even count. Sean Casey talks about Casey's Clubhouse, the big uh, uh, soiree event going on this weekend. Bill and I will both be there. Bill's performing at that. Uh, Phil Bork talks penguins, talks the Pens event last night where Phil Kessel was dressed up like he was the Monopoly guy or something. <laughs> That's did just you, what he wears on Tuesday nights. Did you see that picture? Of- yeah, that wasn't for the event or anything. That's just what he looked like. He's like, oh, what's the event? Oh, there's an event here tonight? There's a circus theme? Good thing I happened by. Was no, unaware. He would look good as a monocle-wearing kind of guy. Also, the newly shorn <laughs> Phil Bork he will uh, will be here to talk about Cheer the Beard this past Friday, in which he, of course, had his beard shaved in front of a sold-out crowd at Jurgles. Mark Madden in the 9 o'clock hour also going to be joining us. Uh, the Pittsburgh Pothole Kings on the way for you, and more Olympic stuff, including whether or not these two Canadian ice skaters are doing it. And they keep saying they're not, but they're literally kind of like dry humping on like off the ice. It's no, just they're doing it. Oh, off the ice. Like they're never not touching each other. And they have known each other for 20 years. It's interesting. Yeah, they met at a curling tournament. The curling if the curling guys were doing that that would be weird. If they were kind of like <laughs> rubbing all over each other. <laughs> He's like hump your leg. I'm just trying to reduce friction. It is the DVE Morning Show and uh, the Pittsburgh Polar Plunge this Saturday. We're doing it at Heinz Field. SpecialOlympicsPA.org is the website to go to. Uh, if you don't want to register and jump in with a team of your friends, uh, just hit the two chicken button and donate that way and help us propel these athletes to Special Olympic glory. And it it's by far the biggest one we've ever had already. Oh, that's awesome. So I'm really psyched for this. Uh, that's Saturday at Heinz Field. And if you don't want to jump, here here's a fun thing to do. Um, hit the two chicken button on specialolympicspa.org. Donate 20 bucks or whatever. Then head down there. It's There's like tons of free food and drinks. And, you know, people are drinking beers and stuff. And there's bands playing. It's oh, a yeah. fun full on tailgate for this. party, and you'll see and meet some of the athletes, and you'll hear from the people involved, and it will make you feel good and less self-involved for uh, for an afternoon. And doesn't everybody want that these days? Uh, SpecialOlympicsPA.org. We'll see you Saturday for the Pittsburgh Polar Plunge. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte. You know that guy. Duterte. Duterte. Crazy. He's a guy just shooting people, uh, drug dealers. Yeah, Judge judge and jury executioner right there boom oh you're dealing drugs boom you're dead um the number of hiv cases reported in philippines has surged over the last few years according to the country's health agency in 2007 fewer than 400 new cases were reported now there's 11,000 new cases it's the fastest growing hiv epidemic in the asia pacific region so duterte the uh, autocratic leader of the Philippines weighed in and uh, he said uh, women they shouldn't use or, or nobody should use condoms he said pills are free use birth control pills don't use condoms because they don't feel good <laughs> he mimed eating a piece of still wrapped candy 
Here, try eating it without unwrapping it. <laughs> Eat it. That's what a condom is like. So then it occurred to me. I was turning into Carrot Top. Yeah. He said women should get an injection for good for six months so there'll be no limit to your libido. <laughs> I mean, this is the same guy who mentioned upon hearing that a woman was sexually attacked, that he was mad the attackers didn't leave some for him. One of the most despicable guys, people on the yeah, face of the insane. earth. And it struck me that, you know, Trump loves this guy. <laughs> Absolutely loves this guy. And if something, if Trump, you know, is unable to perform his duties going forward, you know, we can just be like Journey and get the Filipino version. <laughs> and just continue on with that kind of leader. I was just going to say the grass is always greener. You know, whenever you think like, oh, man, how could it possibly get any worse? You just look look to the east, my friend. <laughs> I'm worried about the lead singer of Journey. He could be like third in line to the presidency, right? Well, uh, I mean, it, if that guy ever gets dethroned, isn't... Uh, <laughs> based on what? Based on his it, it goes It goes vice president, uh, Senate majority whip, mm -hmm. lead singer of Journey. <laughs> yeah. And then... Uh, yeah, I believe that's the order there. Oh, man. The journey thing is killing me right now that, because they're arguing nonstop. They're coming to Pittsburgh. Is it June 20th? The night Second. of all the, June 2nd, the night of all the concerts. Def Leppard and Journey. Def Leppard and Journey are at the PPG Pants Arena. Mm -hmm. Jack White and X Fest going on out at Key, Key Bank, Bank Pavilion. Pavilion. Um, I who's, heard. Who's the country guy with the, the little guy? Luke Bryan or mm -hmm. Kenny Chesney? I think it's Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney's Kenny at Hinesfield. And then there's another Whoa. one. Uh, down at the casino, Tommy Shen, Shen, Tommy James and the Shondells, maybe or something uh, like that. No, there was a, not like somebody bigger. Someone at, like Billy Hines Hall, someone like at one of the theaters yeah. downtown. Is it Hall and Oates? Is it Might is it Heinz be. Hall and Oates? <laughs> what What was your first concert that like got you, like what the first one that you ever actually went? You remember going to? Aerosmith? Aerosmith. Orion the Hunter opened, which was Boston's. Spinoff band after they broke up as Boston. They had already broken up as Boston. It was so, the, yeah, the back in the saddle tour, and uh, Steven Tyler fell off the stage because he was hammered. And they're supposed to be like that, rehabbed. That happens like it's it's like a meteorological event. Like whenever mm -hmm. Steven Tyler falls off a stage, there's like a, a comet that passes Earth. <laughs> I'll never forget it. My first concert was Corn. Oh man. <laughs> With a K and a backwards R. Wow. Because they meant business. They did mean business. Where was it? Was Star it? Lake Amphitheater. <laughs> my dad dropped me and three of my other 14-year-old friends off just in oh a sea word. of adult scumbags. He just had no <laughs> idea what he was doing whatsoever. That's a scary one to to drop your kid off. In. At 14? Yes. Oh, my God. I, I, it wasn't even did that. Did your dad say, okay, don't use condoms. They don't feel good. <laughs> Have a good time. No, I think he said, call me on my car phone. Oh, because, nice. you know, phones had to be attached to cars back then, obviously. But <laughs> I just remember, like, it, it was like a way simpler time because I distinctly remember, like, some guy just pulling up in his, like, Chevy S10. And he's like, you guys want some Jack Daniels? And we were like, fine. And he fed us Jack Daniels out of, like, the passenger side seat of his car. Like, he was, like, uh, like feeding a camel on safari. Like, we were, like, taking suckles out of the bottle. <laughs> did he have the hamster? Yeah, uh... yeah, yeah, the little trickle. <laughs> what did the dude look like? Oh, I, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to tell. I tried telling the police sketch artist, but I don't remember that either. <laughs> Corn sounds just innocent enough. Like, it's not a good representation. Like, as, as a parent... You're thinking, okay, corn. Yeah, right. How bad could that yeah, be? Yeah, how, how bad could this be? It's pretty bad. It turns out pretty bad. Oh, it was rough. I saw corn open for Ozzy. 
I want to say 1993, 92. I think I saw maybe a little later than that. Corn and Rammstein. Whoa, that's a good one. Values 1998. You know what's depressing though is that like I've gotten to the age where some of the music that I listened to in my formative years I actually don't think holds up. Like I was actually listening to a Corn album the other day and I was like, you know what? Maybe my dad was right. Corn (laughs) is aggravating. (laughs) <laughs> Only some of the music you listen to doesn't hold up? I, I would say, well, I grew up with new metal, which was, you know, Corn and Linkin Park and Stained. Like, my generation's John Lennon is Fred Durst, <laughs> if that oh. makes any any sort of difference. I just, I mean, I listened to so much cheese metal when I was a kid. Like, I, I was big into Motley Crue for a time, Crocus. Uh, I lo- I thought Def Leppard was the most authentic rock band in the world for their first two albums. Um, but, my, my cousin turned me on to them. Those those albums hold up, I think. But, but the Motley Crue ones, like, I mean, the first Motley Crue album is, like, straight silly. But it's fun to listen to. It's but like, I think, like, the focus of those bands was, like, partying and girls and, like, booze and everything like that. The focus of my bands were basically, like, someone bullied me in high school or, like, I didn't, yeah. like, get enough love from my mommy, which is fine when you're in eighth grade. But, you know, once you can't follow these people still singing these songs about getting beat up in high school and stuff when they're 45 because you're like, okay, dude, get over it. Get go start get a CrossFit membership, you know, get get do something positive with your life. This like, is, you can't keep singing about this. Like Janie Lane singing she's only 17 <laughs> when he was 48. <laughs> did he live to 48? I don't know. Is he still alive? Oh, no, he, he's dead. He died? Yeah. How did he die? Years ago. I think alcohol poisoning. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I had no idea. I'm devastated. <laughs> I can <laughs> Obviously. tell. Uh, but, you know, like that, and ch- you know, cherry pie and all that stuff. It was just kind of like, you, there's a shelf life. You can only sing it for so long. Then again, I don't know. Is Kiss still singing that uh, Christine 16 song? Probably. Well, that's the, the thing. Like, uh, I know we're, this is a classic rock station. I think that sometimes people think like, well, that was the music that was like the best. But you guys have had, you know, I don't know how long the catalog goes back, 40 years to filter out all the chaff that came through with all that stuff. Like you have you, you don't have Steve Miller Band's Abracadabra on, uh, you know, rotate. <laughs> yeah, we do. Not on rotation. I can pull it up but, here in one second. Yeah, but available, though. Yeah. But you know what I mean. Like some of that gets filtered out, and I think you get a rosier picture because you're basically listening to the best of that deck, that those eras. Yeah. Well, anytime they do that, even with movies or something, when they say, "Oh my God, there's so much crap made," well, if you go back, I mean, only the classics remain. Right. But there was being there was tons of movies being pumped out every year that sucked. Um. Yeah. The 80s always gets the knock of being like oh the all the music was terrible there was a lot of great music that was happening but the popular music did not have a an enduring sound that what is what i think the, would the you say was. the number one sound from the 80s is the synth yeah it's the mm-hmm. synth drums yeah rush picked that up for a little bit with which with, with hard backlash listen i don't I, maybe it's not great music but man it's just fun it's nostalgic. Yeah, it's that's the way I look at co- like pop country music today. It's like eighties hair band. Yeah. Music. Oh it's wow, like it's a hot great. chicks. You mean all the having base- a good time? All the baseball cap wearing country yeah. guys. Yeah. It's all. It's just fun. Let's have a good time. Yeah, it is. An that's un- probably they, where all the best the right male idea. vocals are now, right? 
Country? Exclusively, I'd say. Pop country? Just country. Where, where are their male personalities outside of country? Like, if you look at the Grammys, it's Katy Perry, it's uh, Cardi B, it's, you know, Kesha, all those ones. There, there's outside of, like, Bieber and uh, Bruno Mars, there's really, and I don't know, Drake you could probably throw in there, too, but for right. pop. But that's that's about yeah. it. It's like hip-hop pop stars. Yeah. But no, not too many. Ed Sheeran's. Yeah. And, and the like. The country people, it's amazing how big they all are. They all sing the same exact song. <laughs> They all look exactly alike, and every song is the same. I went to uh, a tribute to Greg Allman before he had passed, and um, it was like five years ago. And it was down in Atlanta at the Fox Theater, and they had like three of those guys. Eric oh, Church was this. one of them. Eric, Ch- Eric Church is awesome. He's he was he's kind of legit, but he still does that stuff, you know. Um, but there were like three other guys on it, like Brant Brant Bentley. Like you know, yeah. names Brantley like Gilbert. that. I don't know. There Dirk Bentley, but these dudes were all like jacked up. They all had like tight huge t-shirts. biceps, tight t-shirts, baseball caps, and I just thought like Waylon Jennings would hate your guts. <laughs> like the- Waylon Jennings would probably want to just take a guitar to your head. I read something because you and I like Sturgill Simpson. Love too. Sturgill. And I read something really interesting about that, where they said, you know, because a, a bunch of people are saying like, oh, well, Sturgill Simpson, he's he's carrying the flag for real country music. Like, that's what real country music is. And someone brought up the point. They're like, you know who doesn't like Sturgill Simpson? People in the country. Like, pe- people who actually are listening to country music and live that lifestyle don't listen to him. So what you're doing is telling Israel. them what they should like. And it's like this fetish- fetishization of what country life is like, which is like this depressed, you know, coal mine in town. Oh, my daddy, you know, he, he never loved me. Appalachian stuff. And he's like, and they were like, we're not like that. Like, we like partying and having fun and we're perfectly fine with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which but, I thought was an interesting take on that. But much like the aforementioned Waylon Jennings, those guys were told the same thing. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, they were basically run out of Nashville because they're like, you don't, you don't represent what we are all about. Mm. And they had to go down to Texas, and that's when outlaw country started. Yeah. As those guys started doing it differently. Hmm. They didn't do it, the, they didn't go through the Nashville sausage factory. So that's very much true about Sturgill, about Jason Isbell, and many people who are following in that, uh, in that vein. But. And those guys just aren't, aren't as big as the, the country stars. Not even close. No. I mean, Isbell played, high, what, B- the Benedum when he was here in January? Uh, I can't remember. Or maybe Heinz Hall, so 2,000 people, you know. And Kenny's he, selling out Heinz Field. Right, and Jason Isbell is as big of an alt-country artist as you can be right now, and Kenny Chesney is playing Heinz Field. Kenny Chesney is the country Sammy Hagar. <laughs> I thought he was the country Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, that too. Ah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Just, hey! We're here for a good time! We gotta go see Kenny. Hagar and Kenny Chesney hang out together. Probably. They probably compared who has the whitest teeth. You know, if you're a (laughs) tiny guy like that, that's probably the only place you can play where you feel real confident. If you play in a stadium, you're like, everybody looks tiny in here! (laughs) Or maybe not. All right. Uh, Mr. Wednesday, Jeff Conkle's hanging out with us. Val has news coming up next here on the DV... I think what you should do is you have the uh, the sport clips, folks. When 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 the beard's getting sheared, uh, you, you put it into a bag. You take it on. You start to make a pillow out of it. And then every year, 
So I probably take Porky's voluminous head pillow. <laughs> come on, it'll take you a couple years and you'll have a beard, a beard pillow. I mean, think how nice it would be to come home from a long road trip and uh, rest your head on your beard. Yeah, I can give that guy the, that does the infomercials, the My Pillow guy, a run for his money. That's right. Screw yeah. that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Porky's beard pillow. Oh my god! <laughs> I've had a few people have had that before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me introduce you to Porky's beard. <laughs> All right, You'll so. be up at four in the morning. I'll be on some infomercial. <laughs> <laughs> they got just shepherds coming in. Brandy Bellman and the DVE Morning Show. Yeah, Phil Bork will be on the show a little bit later on this morning. Newly shorn after he had his uh, beard removed sat, uh, Friday night. Shear the beard eight. Record crowd. Packed house. Good times. Beardless Borky. Beardless Borky. And, I don't know uh, if I'll recognize him. I, uh, he doesn't know this. I kept some of his beard. Did you bring it in? Uh, no, I Are have you starting sent, a pillow? First of all, I sent it to Google. <laughs> I was just going <laughs> to say, you're going to genome mapped? Yeah. <laughs> I had, I've had him genome mapped. I want to make sure, yes, that it, he is a viable cloning candidate. And I plan to have an army of old two niners within the next 20 years. I'm just going to breed Fantastic. two niners. Like a lot of people breed alpacas in the new dystopian digital dystopia that we're all headed towards that we are barreling t- towards that Val won't acknowledge are you going cuz she won't watch black mirror i am going to be a, an old two niner farmer you're going to harvest his organs <laughs> sell them on the black market that's right he can't possibly disapprove of that but, uh jeff conkle is here mr wednesday uh, ladies and gentlemen Good is all morning. Morning talk oh yeah oh yeah the special 7 a.m. edition of the Mr. Wednesday creepy theme song. This feels wrong. It's 68 yeah, it degrees does. outside. It's like sunny out. Yeah, where's the frenzy version? Uh, I think I might have uh, accidentally erased it. I don't know. Unless it's this one. Here it is. Yeah, that's it. Let's go surfing. Better yeah, we got Mr. Wednesday, Jeff Conkle here. Uh, on this, it does not feel that creepy one doesn't work when it's Mm-mm. the sun is up. Mm-mm. At six, yeah, you're right. Ten, it fits perfectly. Yep. But right now, it's just I wasn't ready for it. Val, will you please watch Black Mirror? No. Just I'll give you a few episodes that are not that freak out, harrowing. inducing. Yeah, there's some that are just like fun, like kind of oh, yeah, like fun. Twilight Zoney. <laughs> don't do it, Val. No, don't. man, you got to watch it. No, you don't. Joe Rock in there, the producer, he's on it. He knows what's up. Yeah, well, I'm afraid. It's Some of them are so, like... I already think we're headed towards the abyss. But the idea of, like, what they might be doing with video games going forward and how immersive video games will be. Yeah, like, stuff like that is really, really cool. But how do you watch that and then just go to bed? It's not unsettling to you. I'm saying it's ruined his life (laughs) to a certain extent. And Has now there, he wants to ruin This is ours. why people have restless leg syndrome, is because they're watching CSI, like six people getting brutally murdered, and then be like, oh, nighty night. I'm just going to dream about this. Reruns of the Golden Girls. You'll yeah, feel see, better. you need a cl- palate cleanser right before you go to bed. But the ones where they have, like, you can get this thing implanted in your head that allows you to, like, rewind memories and then project them onto the screen, your vantage point onto the screen, stuff like that. Do you think there's ever going to be a version of that? Like that'll you never, never happen, Who but knows? but it's fun to look at. It's, I mean, how do you know we're not that? all going to be wearing chest cams at some point? Uh, I mean, that could definitely happen. Do you think people back in pioneer days believed in 
flight or heart <laughs> transplants or right. They probably thought that'll never happen. That's I, I do like that argument when people are arguing about the origins of, you know, and the meaning and longevity of the original words of the Constitution. And people are like, you know, if you showed those guys a hairdryer, they would crap their neck. <laughs> yeah, right. Everyone goes, oh, my God, if the founding fathers were alive today. It's like, dude, if Thomas Jefferson were alive, he'd be bedridden from watching interracial porn in the back of an Uber on an iPad. He's not going to get around to Citizens United. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, the founding fathers would be appalled. No, they'd all be masturbating furiously. Furiously. They're like, dude, there's so much what? porn. Oh, my oh God. My Can I borrow your wig? Because my wig is kind of crusty at this point. Hey, there, boy, these chalky wigs come in handy. Get out of here. What do you got, Val? Here's a Channel 11 Severe Weather Center forecast brought to us by Bridgeville Appliance. It's 62 degrees at DVE. The news is brought to us by Giant Eagle Curbside Express. Florida high school students will bring their campaign for tougher gun laws to the state capitol today. Survivors of last week's deadly high school shooting will lead a noontime rally in Tallahassee. Police are closing nearly a dozen downtown streets and intersections ahead of that rally. Over 100 students bust up from South Florida for the rally to support uh, the rally is called the Rally to Support Gun Safety Reform. Police say they do expect more than 700 students from Florida State University and Florida A&M to join the rally. Yesterday in Florida, House Republicans killed a measure banning assault weapons without any debate. However, just an hour later, they did discuss a resolution declaring porn to be a public health risk. Oh, yes. There you go. Really protecting wow. people. Uh, Let's ban the porn, is... but allow kids to have tanks. And a JR. By the way, how can you not be so inspired by those kids? They are amazing. Oh, these kids Dude, are awesome. My, I was getting my hair cut yesterday, and the barber that I go to, he's like, you know, one of these guys that, like, you know, he, his his background is shady. You know, he's he's like, I was in black ops like back in the eighties, and, and now so he's a barber. Yeah. So so he's like, you know, yeah, this guy probably was like at Granada, but he was like, he's like that that girl who's leading that. The girl with the buzzed head—I mm-hmm. forget what her name is. He's like, Emma he goes, he's like, man, I wish she was my grand, you know, a granddaughter or something like that. She's like, she's so eloquent and she's sticking up for what she believes in. And oh, that, this is a guy that you know, paramilitary you yeah. know, background, and he even thinks it's going. Uh, that's too far. not where I thought that was going to go. I yeah, thought you were going to say either. he had some some direct opposite views. From, no, from what he. Oh, did I do some blocking espousing. yesterday? You tack the kids. See ya. I'm done with you. Mm-hmm. Say ya! You don't get my cheeky memes. Yeah. <laughs> Randy, they're actors. They're, oh, they're not the real that's kids. That's the one. Anybody calling them actors, I'm like, are you oh kidding me? We're, 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 the- there's no sense left in the world. The people attacking no. the kids, I was just, I was whack-a-mole if yesterday. You can watch, Wham! If you can watch their response and think anything other than... Yeah, that's probably how you would respond. When you like, saw your friends murdered. Right. Like, you, yeah. you would want to ban all guns. Now... Instantly, if you were a part of something like that, just yeah, we've lost all comp- reason and the ability to discuss anything. Like when you're attacking those kids, I mean, seriously, just mm-hmm. think about what you're doing for crying out loud. Well, like I just want to just like bring people together on this and and just ch- kind of try to find some common ground. Like this isn't. I don't look at this as a partisan issue in any way because I no. don't think there's been an example of any of these. These mass shooters who have asked people if they're conservative or liberal before they shoot them. 
Like it affects all of us. No, yeah, no. It yeah, doesn't matter if you're, you know, a gun owner that has the the one thing that's just like a non-starter, and it seems like it always has been, is the anything that has to do with restricting gun rights just seems like it's a non, like it's like a don't. That that's why the Florida people didn't even talk about it, it's yeah, because their constituents are saying, well, "Why is this? This isn't an issue." Well, because like, I, I don't want to talk based. about because this. Because yeah. the NRA like has been telling people. them for years that this is the any piece of legislation is the Jenga piece that's going to topple the whole thing, take and then they're going to take all your guns. Yeah. Well, I guess didn't Trump yesterday like this say they're going to review bump stocks or something um, like that, and I. I think that, yeah. I think what probably happened is that like the Trump campaign went to the NRA and was like, okay, what's an easy thing that we can just throw the, these people so that they can be appeased, you know, shortly, you know. So here, let's give them let's give them bump stocks. The that thing was that kind of- really stuns me is that you can be on the terrorist watch list and be allowed to buy. Now a the gun. NRA is fighting for terrorists' rights to have guns. You can be deemed unable to handle your checkbook mm-hmm. but you can buy a gun yes you can buy an like, ar-15 have- spears can get as many as she wants can't have a beer but you can buy a killing machine here's what i think they should do you know how all these celebrities are, are putting like 500 grand up for these kids to have this march on washington what i think they should do instead is buy them all memberships to mar-a-lago <laughs> And so let them go, and the because apparently he just walked around all weekend saying, hey, what should I do <laughs> yeah. about gun laws? And any dope who's got a social membership there can weigh in and actually lobby Influence the president. Yeah, so let's send Emma and her friends to Mar-a-Lago with memberships so they can actually talk to the people who are making the decisions at the country club that he owns Whoa. and enriches himself on at taxpayer dollars on a weekly, uh, weekly basis. Or they could just out-lobby... The NRA. I mean, it seems like these politicians are just going to the highest bidder. If $30 million they gave to the president, I know that's a lot, but also doesn't it seem like we should be able to outbid $30 million somehow? That's what I'm saying. If it's just a money issue, like, let's start raising some money. Because all these people, you know what they would, like, this is all common sense stuff. Nobody's talking about banning all guns. Nobody is talking about it. And even when you say that, they don't believe you. No. Oh, you, you, we're all going to get hate mail for even discussing it. Hey, today. I'm a gun owner. I grew up with guns. I, I thought that was going to threaten us the right no. here. <laughs> so you got to shut shit. your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're so, taking this hand cannon? You know, you chance. have to be able to have some common sense discussion, and that's the problem. Nobody can. The, 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 the way to get... <laughs> I hate to say it, but the way to get liberals on the side of conservatives is to say... Okay, liberals, like, do you want just Donald Trump to have a gun and you to have nothing? And then they'd be like, oh, yeah, crap, like, uh, I don't think I really want to do that either. So mm-hmm. that, that's- I don't know if anybody suggesting that, like, you know, nobody's saying get rid of it, all the guns. That's Obviously, that's not going to happen. Just, the average like, citizen there are should steps- not have a weapon of mass destruction. Right. And those- If you want that kind of People weapon, can't- join the army. If you're too old for the army, I'm sorry, you can't have that gun. I mean, it makes sense to if, me. If you're... If you're mentally unstable, like a lot of these people, you know, that you hear the president and all these politicians saying this guy is deranged, this guy is not right. Well, he was able to legally buy a gun, so maybe we should try to figure out that. Well, he, you know, first the first thing that Trump did was sign a bill to reverse the outlaw on mentally ill people obtaining assault weapons that was in place. But I was listening to a podcast yesterday that was like a month and change old, and I wasn't even thinking about it. And uh, it was Larry Wilmore. And he starts off, he's like, I want to talk about the shooting this weekend. I was like, oh, I thought I was listening to an old one. And uh, <laughs> it's just, it is I was. One. It and was. And he was talking, yeah, there, he was talking are... about 
uh, the church shooting in Dallas. I had completely forgot yeah. about that. Also, Las Vegas, completely forgot about I it. I know. So I will echo the sentiments of a lot of people. If it's if it's too soon, the day after to politicize it, let's talk about the last three that happened. Maybe it's time to talk about them. I couldn't believe that when he said that on the, like um, you know listening to this, he's like, I want to talk about the shooting this weekend. And I just thought Dude. for one second, like. Dude, oh, wow, I thought this was from, like, January. Oh, well. And then he starts talking about the Dallas church shooting at length, in depth, and with as much remorse Vigor, yeah. as, you know, everybody's talking about what happened in Florida. That's what I told my wife when this the news broke of this last one. I just immediately, like, it just didn't track with me. Like, it, it didn't. And I was like, now I feel like if the, it, my apathy is now a trigger for it being a real problem. Like, if I'm just like, oh, there's another one. Did the like, kids get your attention though? Because for me, that that's I didn't even watch what, any of it. I saw some things that were kind of on the me. on the thing, and that was roughly about it. it How they responded really got me interested. Because I'm like, yeah, that they're making great points. It's like we're the kids, you're the adults. You're supposed to figure this out. And I mean, I was like, wait a minute, yeah, I am an adult. I still think of myself as a kid, where I'm like, what are the adults doing? What were you doing at seventeen? Could you, could you have composed yourself no. enough to talk? I, I'd be peeing my pants if I was these people. <laughs> yeah, and they're, they're saying really smart things, and it's I don't know that it's because uh, George Soros paid them, as so many people <laughs> want to suggest. Um, but it, it is a very unique time right now in our country, in our culture, and it is pivotal, and it is a turning point, and it can go one way or another, and it. It's scary to live through. I know that the country has gone through much tougher times than what we're dealing with right now, but not a lot of them. So, God help us. All this is cementing my wife's and I argument that she wants to homeschool our children. That's so that, and, and, and that. if, if, if nothing else, I'm going to lose an argument. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Um, my friend told me about the shooting in Florida. I didn't know it was happening while it was happening. And she texted me. She's like, can you believe, you know, another shooting? I thought she was talking about the one that happened that morning in Maryland where three people were shot oh, outside the NSA yeah. building. And I was like, mm. yeah, that one's probably we're going to hear more about that. That's probably uh, a bigger deal than we're thinking about. And she's like, what are you talking that about? And I'm like, I'm talking about the mass shooting that happened this morning. And she's like, no, I'm talking about the shooting in Florida. So we can't even keep straight all of the mass shootings that are happening in this country and the one thing that is not working is not doing anything about it we have to be able to have rational tough conversations reasonable discussions and this is where social media has sort of exacerbated the the chasm between everybody like it makes it makes you more definitive in your stance and less likely to compromise yeah because because it's like you're online. You don't know the person. Maybe they don't even have a picture up there. It's just some picture of like a Trans Am with a Budweiser sitting on the top of it. And you're like, I'm not going to find any common ground with this guy. Well, let's well, F the other him. thing it's, is it's, all the Russian bots are putting out false information. She Twitter banned uh, or they blocked a whole bunch of Russian Russian bots yesterday. And like Richard Spencer, the white nationalist, said he lost a thousand followers yesterday can we all wow. at least agree the russians are bad <laughs> no we can't val because the people in charge love them so Come we on, can't man. agree i was raised on rocky four all right me too russia is the enemy not anymore <laughs> ask mike pence 
Ask the orange guy. Well, the problem with with any social media is that uh, I think we would do much better if we uh, started training people on how to uh, argue in a civic manner. Yeah. Because on both sides, it either starts off, hey, you dumb redneck, like, why do you think this? Or like, hey, you know, it, it starts off, hey, dingleberry. Now, <laughs> hey, when you start card. off, hey, dingleberry, right. I'm, I, mean, I don't care what you have to say. You could tell me yeah. the sky is blue and I'd say, F you, you know, I, mm. so you can't start off with an insult. You need to come from a, a place of respect. Well, that's why social media is the worst, because the it worst. does not allow for, you know, I really, truly believe that everybody is so much closer than we are being told that we are. I don't think we're such a polar opposite uh, country. I think people believe different things, but there is a margin of difference between people that is much smaller than social media is making it out to be. I really do believe that. I think 30% of the country has always been, they love autocrats. They want a Richard Nixon, a Donald Trump. They want a strong man in power. They're always going to have extreme viewpoints. That's always going to happen. And right now they have the floor and it's dictating the discourse in this country. And I don't think, you know, every poll you see 70% of people, members of the NRA are like, yeah, no, there should be more restrictions, not take away everything. The vast majority of people agree more needs to be done. I mean, the fact that they didn't ban bump stocks after Vegas right away. Why? Well, now to what end? Saying that he has ordered Jeff Sessions to take action to do that. <laughs> Jeff Sessions is going to be like, well, first, marijuana leads to bump stocks. <laughs> uh, you know, we have to get rid of the marijuana. And porn. Yeah. There, there, is, there is no real reason. Like, you know, you have a handgun or a shotgun for protection at your house. Totally understand that. You have a rifle for hunting. Completely get it. There's no, you can't give me an explanation of why you need an army weapon other than your fascination with it. Like it's it, it's a collecting it's a collector's item. You're only going to the range with it. You're not bringing an AR-15 to the movies. The 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 thing that I think gets lost on some people in in the city is that the gun. It's not just a a tool. It's a it's a symbol of self reliance. Mm-hmm. So when you're attacking such a strong symbol of self reliance, you're attacking a view a, a viewpoint, a way of life, and that's why people I get di- that. that's why people dig their heels in with it. And it's because, you know, in a lot of times in these rural communities, they don't have the same problems that they do in either the suburbs or, or uh, you know, urban settings or whatever. Yeah. So they think, why is this? So now you're you're taking away what is essential, essential to my way of living. And it's because other people who are outside of my way of living are misusing it. Well, that's, so that's, that's, that's what that's I'm why, challenging. They, I'm challenging that it's whole, essential. Yeah. And that's what I'm, I'm just challenging that it's essential. And number two, it's like, yeah, guess what? I don't like taking my shoes and getting undressed every time I fly on an airplane. But somebody flew an airplane into a building and now all of our civil liberties get pinched because it's for the greater safety. That's just the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. Like I, There's so many different things that I wish you could do. You can't do anymore. I like hey, the analogy that went think- around about like, hey, I would love to drive a Maserati as fast as I want. Right. Cocaine's fun. Not allowed to do that. <laughs> I mean, Val. so I've heard. I like the idea that Val went on. Where did I know, come we're, from? We're so I've heard. Cocaine! Right? And Rick killed a guy. <laughs> I think you I should probably try- lay low for a little while, Rick. <laughs> I think I want to try that cocaine. <laughs> Get out All right, we got to take a break. We're going to come back. Mike Pursuit has got your sports. DVE Sports. I'm Mike Pursuit of Fort DVE Sports. Steelers linebacker Ryan Shazier remains in recovery 
from spinal stabilization surgery in the wake of that horrific injury he suffered on December the 4th in Cincinnati. But Shazier spoke out about his situation yesterday for the first time. It was on the podcast of Roosevelt Knicks, believe it or not. I didn't know Roosevelt Knicks had a podcast. I know. I want to check that out. I've talked to Roosevelt Knicks uh, a bunch of times. I don't think he's ever put more than three words together. (laughs) But as it turns out, he's a very conversational guy, particularly with his injured teammate, Ryan Shazier. And Ryan Shazier told Roosevelt Knicks yesterday on the Roosevelt Knicks podcast that Shazier's intention is not just to come back. It's to come back great. I got to get it. You know what I'm saying? I'm really trying to come back and still be a – Pro Bowl to still be all pro. Like I'm sorry because I feel like I got snubbed all pro this year. You know what I'm saying? Even though I got hurt, right? But I feel like my stats are still as good as those Man. who made it. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I mean. And so like I'm I'm really like I'm I'm still reaching for that 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 Hall of Famer. You know what I'm saying? Because I really feel like I'm the best linebacker ever. You know what right. I'm saying? So like I just gotta be back out there so everybody can see it. He's salty because he got snubbed for the Pro Bowl. In a season in which he got paralyzed, <laughs> the competitive this spirit. Is, I know. I wish I had a tenth of of his drive. Honestly. Unreal. You know, you hear something like that, you think this guy's going to make it. That's what I think. I don't know anything about this medical situation, but mind over matter. If attitude means anything, uh, Ryan Shazier maintaining that uh, he wants to come back and play again. He wants to make All Pro. He wants to make the Hall of Fame. In the Hall of Fame, that, that's been on his radar for a long, long time. Since I've been in college, I really want to, like, go to the Hall of Fame. Like, my, mm-hmm. like, I still want to go to the Hall of Fame. Like, bro, like, I had, like, all my goals are, are like, made for me to go to the Hall of Fame. Ryan Shazier with Roosevelt Knicks yesterday on the Roosevelt Knicks podcast. What else is on the Roosevelt Knicks podcast? <laughs> I know. Is it like recipes or is it uh, politics or what's, I just what's listened going to it. I, I believe that was the third one. Yeah. I'm not sure how regularly the uh, Roosevelt Knicks podcast gets posted, but uh, that was about 28 minutes. It's it's compelling stuff. If you don't have time to wade through it, I'll be uh, revisiting that the rest of today. It's uh, fascinating listening to Ryan Chazier and his uh, attitude in the face of incredible adversity. You know who I would love to hear do a podcast together and have just a conversation would be Shazier and Spence. Just because of what Spence went through with his injury. Being a, a guy who world was looking incredibly bright and then just shredded his knee. Nerve damage, told he would probably have trouble walking. Made it all the way back to playing. Yeah, he's traveled a pretty amazing path as well. Didn't go well last night for Team USA in the Olympic quarterfinals of the men's hockey tournament. The Czech Republic beats United States 3-2 in a shootout. U.S. was down 2-1 in the second period and got a shorthanded goal from Jim Slater. They went to overtime, tied it to, and really the U.S. missed a great opportunity. There was a penalty on the Czech Republic late in regulation, and the U.S. had a 40-second carryover into the start of the overtime on the power play. That's a four-on-three overtime. Mm. It's four-on-four, and the power plays are four-on-three, and all that big ice. And we spent 40 seconds passing the puck around the perimeter and never got a shot. As a, They really blinked right there. Uh, other than that, it got to the shootout, and uh, the Czech Republic got one goal against Ryan Zapolsky from Mercyhurst, and five U.S. skaters unable to 
find the net. So the Czech Republic advances to take on the Olympic athletes from Russia. They beat Norway 6-1. to one. Canada and Finland are playing uh, another one of the quarterfinals as we speak, and Sweden and Germany are also playing this morning uh, to set uh, the other two spots in the semifinals. Team USA uh, was fourth place in 2014, second place in 2010. This a step back from that. In the NHL, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning beat the Capitals 4-2 to last night despite Alex Ovechkin's league-leading 36th goal of the year. The Flyers beat the Canadians 3-2 to in overtime. So here's how they stack up in the Metropolitan Division this morning. It's the Capitals with 75 points through 60 games. The Penguins with 74 points through 61 games. And Philadelphia with 72 points through 60 games. That's shaping up to be a pretty good horse race. Philadelphia's going to have to uh, forge ahead without Wayne Simmons for the next two to three weeks due to a lower body injury suffered on Sunday against the Rangers. Pirates got themselves a new outfielder, Bryce Brents. <laughs> Acquired from Who? Boston in exchange for cash considerations. He's six foot, 210 pounds, 31 minor league homers last year in AAA. He's got uh, 34 career games in the big leagues. None since playing 25 games in 2016. 87 career bats, one home run, nine RBI, and a career 200, 287 average in those 87 at bats. And how can people say they're not trying, Ramble? I'm not piling on. I'm okay. done. That, we already know what it is. They went out and got Bryce Brent. Hey, they got a Bryce. That's that, at least something. Take it's that, true. John Freeze. They're at least considering cash. I, <laughs> That's probably a nutty fix. <laughs> Bryce? Well, that Harper fella's good. Yeah. Let's try a Bryce. <laughs> I don't know if this is piling on or not, but I want to go here anyway. We didn't talk no. about this much. The, go the, for it. What, J.D. Martinez? The, or? the David Freeze comments over the oh, weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. He said a bunch of stuff, and, and a bunch of it was, I think, what a lot of people want to hear right for, about For now. those who don't know what he said he basically he he said the environment there was not one that breeds winning yeah there's not accountability and uh, he brought up and I'm going to paraphrase here when you're losing to the cubs and joe madden 10 to 2 in the rain and and people are laughing, laughing that's yeah. not that's not the way it should be uh my point would be hey you're the former world series mvp you're the veteran, been there, done that guy on a team of otherwise a bunch of guys who haven't really done much. Maybe that's something you should handle. That's kind of what and, I don't understand is that there's no the personal instead of just accountability. bitching about it four months yeah. later in the media. Well, maybe maybe, maybe go is, deal with it then. Maybe, maybe it'll get better. It's possible this is his first stab at doing that because he didn't feel yeah. like he could be a leader. I mean, look, he's going to be a backup this year. Or it's possible he wants out. Uh, or that. Or that. And, Jay, and if, that, if, if that's what you want, just say it. Like, like uh, Jay Hay, just say, hey, I'd yeah. like to be traded. I don't well, like we're going to have Madden on later today, and, and I was listening to his show the other day, and he said, you know, both of those guys were pretty outspoken, said some things that were pretty eye-opening as far as the franchise goes, and then Bob Nutting showed up and they said nothing to him. Well, we don't know that. But Madden said. Okay. <laughs> And I hate Braun. No, maybe, <laughs> maybe he tried to do that last year and it didn't work, and nobody listened. So he's speaking out of frustration. That that could be as well. But I just think, you know that that to me doesn't do anybody any good. When well, you let's get David Freeze on the air. Let's call him up. Let's get David Freeze on the show. Joe, 
Pirates probably want to do us a favor right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, they'll, I'm sure they'll hook that up. <laughs> All right, it's just now, a weird I have a situation. feeling they're going to be permanently unavailable. No, no. Uh, you know, hey, if they, they deserve ball busting, that's all it is. Uh, when he gets traded to Cleveland, we'll I'll take a drive up the turnpike. Yeah, give him a shout there. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, come back here. Uh, Sean Casey's going to be joining us at eight fifteen. The, the Cl- mayor Casey's clubhouse. Yeah, we'll ask Sean Casey about that stuff. He's the guy to speak to that. Yes. Uh, and Phil Bork, the newly shorn Bork, 845. <laughs> Mark Madden at 945. Uh, and we'll ask him how he knows that they didn't talk to Nutting. Mark Madden. How does he know that? I don't know. Mark's never told a lot. He's got so. sources. All right. That's coming up. DV. Hey, fellas. You sick of trying to avoid potholes big enough for John Fetterman to take a bat then? Then call us. I'm Tib Kabaki. And I'm his brother, Charles. But you might know Sputter as the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Pothole Kings. Kings. Face it. Bill Pedudo's too busy doing a pepper grinder on Jeff Bezos. To attend to your pothole filling needs. But with the Pittsburgh Pothole Kings. You won't feel like you're driving on the moon. Even if you're in moon. That's a good one. Due to a surplus and leftovers from the Pittsburgh Super Bowl Kings promotion. Jeez, who'd have thunk nobody wanted party food for Tom Brady versus Flyer fans? Oh, yeah, me. Hey, Steve Jobs didn't invent the Apple IIe by not trying to build it. Yeah, you're just like Steve Jobs. Irregardless. We got a storage bin full of leftover Super Bowl party foods. And they're really starting to stink up our warehouse. You'd think Bean Dip would be safe outside in the month of February, FFS. But nah. Our inventory overrun translates into smooth roads for you. 25 different dips, cheeses, pretzels, lady Doritos, and more are ready to use as a temporary and biodegradable delicious pothole patch. Forget tweeting at 311 called a Pittsburgh Pothole Kings. For low, low price of $29.99, our asphalt patch specialist. Cousin Dennis will promptly arrive at the pothole location of your choosing. That stubborn two-footer just past your driveway. Boom. Pumpernickel loaf pothole patch. Fun fact. And pumpernickel loaves are good to use as a donut if you pop it flat on a pothole not treated by the PPHK. Got a Grand Canyon-sized pothole down the street you keep forgetting about. Boom. Pulled pork patch. Smoother than driving through a mall. No time to wait for even Dennis's usually speedy service. Then buy a Pittsburgh Pothole Kings DIY kit for just $10.99. Featuring 10 pounds of rapidly turning buffalo chicken dip. Perfect for quick patches on a go. Driveway crumbling under the hot, cold, hot, cold Pittsburgh climate. Seal it with our Aunt Rose seven-layer dip. Basketballs will never take a bad bounce again. The rock's going to get pretty sticker come Easter time now. Oh my God, I just saw this something. What's the matter, Jack? You leave a crock pot on. Ain't there going to be a lot of varmints out on them roads eating up our Super Bowl party pole pothole patches? Dunce, why you think we're launching the Pittsburgh Roadkill Kings next week? Whoa, that's good thinking. <laughs> Steve Jobs, like hand jobs. The Pittsburgh Pothole Kings. These guys love, love us. us. You know, if you eat drugs to avoid detection from the authorities, they have a way of figuring out if you ate drugs. Now, <laughs> it's not glamorous, and nobody went to the police academy hoping that one day <laughs> they would be able to, Peter Gabriel-style, 
good digging through the dirt. <laughs> but that's, in fact, what is happening across the pond, as they say, a suspected drug dealer is now on a record-breaking toilet strike. That's right. He refuses to poo. 34 days. That's the, a record. The man, It is. This guy's like the Joe DiMaggio of not pooping. He's <laughs> a hell of a streak. Cal rip one. <laughs> How long can you go without pooping? Me? Uh, Lamar Chambers, 24, <laughs> is nearing his sixth week in custody. Sixth week? Oh, my after God. After Essex police arrested and detained him on January 17th. Recent details from his appearance at Kemmelsford Magistrate Court yesterday showed there was actually a reference to him passing stools in the hospital. Unfortunately, Prosecutor Kathy Wilson said that no fecal matter was collected, and so his case goes on. They go on to describe what happened, and I can't even say it on the radio. To your body? No, what they did to oh. this guy, and I can't talk about it. They were basically giving him, to, uh, they were giving him drive-bys to see if they could come up with anything. Really? Checking his oil. Yeah, like doing you know, oh, a little, really? little mind-sweeper action to see if... <laughs> Any, anything might pop up. Is that illegal up? search and seizure? I'm not sure. It's unreasonable. <laughs> That's his, a B and E. His toilets, his toilet, <laughs> his toilet strike made history on day 24. So he's well past the. I mean, the, he's way beyond it. I mean, how can't you die? I mean, don't That's you go question. septic like, at some point? On day 24, Chambers broke the British record for spending the most days in police custody. All right, he's in the Guinness Book. Officers believe he swallowed some of the drugs before his arrest in Harlow, Essex, and they've been patiently waiting for him to finally go ever since. But with this waiting game now in its second month, Essex police have no choice but to request more time to detain him in court. Chambers appeared before magistrates yesterday where police applied to keep him in custody another five days. Uh, Miss Wilson said, Mr. Chambers has not properly been to the toilet for some 33 days. Are you kidding me? How much drugs? I mean, is this guy like a kingpin? Is this like El Chapo? Why are they dedicating this much resources to, to this guy? And wouldn't your body digest the drugs by now? Like El No Crapo. That's, that's probably why he's having a great time. He's got, right. he's got a pound of heroin just sifting through his colon <laughs> yeah, right about now. He's just absorbing it. absorbed in. Chambers was even taken to a special facilities at Stansted Airport to encourage him to do the deed. Now, defending, I guess as the defense attorney uh, said, police were in the toilet with Chambers with their backs turned. However, well, nothing. Yeah, I like how the they light. like they, they wanted to like, go ahead. We don't want to watch. Um, we want to be respectful here. He's been eating. So he's not on a hunger strike. He's just on a dookie strike. I have a very easy solution to this. Get him some black coffee and some chew, and then that's just it. <laughs> right. He started You're on the all prune juice diet. He started Give him eating a Marlboro Red, and, uh, yeah, a he, Red Bull. He was eating Frosty's <laughs> cereal bars. He'd eat eight a day. He swapped them for fruit and vegetables. I mean, he really should. Well, Things that's should a get lot moving. of fiber. Essex police started a hashtag hashtag poo watch. <laughs> so you can you can just follow along on Twitter if you like hashtag poo watch. I don't get it. You're already in prison. Like, why not just right? They relieve? got you, dude. You're yeah. caught. Because what if Maybe you hold it served. so long, it just absorbs into your system? Well, that's what I asked. Wouldn't the natural your natural body processes have eliminate, like, digest it and make it vanish? I don't know what kind of drugs it no. was. No, I think if it's in plastic, like, it just might sit there. 
I want to know what kind of sentence this guy's facing because he's like, I'm not going to jail for six months. He's like, Oh, really? We're going to keep you for six weeks. You can't poop, and we get and we're uh, we're going to give you oil checks every uh, every half hour. Would you, you get rather twenty five to wipe? Would you rather do <laughs> six months in prison or three months without pooping in prison? Uh, so wait, probably, can you give me those options again? Six months in prison, three or months, three months of holding it in prison. This guy's only got a month so far, right? He's got a month. Yeah, no, six months. I'll do t- after two days, not? I don't feel like myself. <laughs> it would protect you I'm against cranky. some of the prison uh, extracurricular activities. Oh, you I think it's like a Hoover, like a- I don't know when I'm gonna blow. <laughs> I mean that in a in a way that's <laughs> yeah. Your roommate wait, goes. I, I do. We got off on the wrong foot here. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant the blockage would act more like a Hoover Dam yeah. type scenario. That's what I meant. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, hashtag- I realize you can't say just anything to those prison mates. <laughs> no, you can't. I would. Uh, I'd do the six months. Yeah. So who knows what he's going to get? Would you, if you were in prison, would you shank somebody to get yeah. solitary confinement? Yes. Me I didn't too. even know what it was for. I'd just shank somebody. No, no, Mm-mm. because honestly, like after watching a documentary about people being in solitary confinement, yeah, you like you're crazy. not allowed to leave somebody in there. It's cons- <laughs> it's considered inhumane to leave oh, yeah. a human being in there for longer than I think it's like seven days I or think something I would like. like it. Dude, no, nine you week? No, I, I no. would last two seconds. Like the warden would like like you know I'd do something wrong in general pop, and they'd be like, "All right, Conkle, you're going in the hole for two days." <clears throat> oh yeah, and another thing. Oh, he killed himself. Wow, that was quick. <laughs> oh, wow. That was an, yeah. an unbelievably quick suicide. We we checked him for shoelaces too. I don't know where we got that one. <laughs> Just run your head into the wall as many times as possible. Give yourself 90 concussions, hoping to, to check out. Solitary confinement's the worst. You don't want that. The, I mean, up there is not so good from what I understand either. But Up where? In Gen Pop, oh. as I like to call it. <laughs> <laughs> You've watched enough Lockup on the weekends, MSNBC. You know how the, I'm with Jeff. You know I am checking goes. out. There's no way I'm dealing with it, man. I get bored with my phone, and it has literally the entire world at my fingertips. I can't imagine that level of sensory deprivation. What are you allowed to have? Are you allowed to have books in No. Solitary? No, it's just, you get it's just a white room. You're in there by yourself. You get to do push, push-ups and meditate, apparently. That's great it. Shape. There's this book about this jazz musician, Art Pepper, who spent a lot of time in jail during the days when they were busting all the jazz musicians for heroin and stuff, and it was a big deal. You'd lose your cabaret card, et cetera. And he, but he was out west, so he ended up going to San Quentin. So this book, a lot, and he went like five times. And it's all about his jail time in San Quentin in like the 50s. It's terrifying. Uh, like the stuff that he had to do every day. And if he wasn't a musician, like he'd be toast. But because he was he know, could one, of, one of the greatest in the yeah. world. Yeah. Uh, but he was, a, he was a total just despicable guy because jail just made him awful. He you just ever, never stopped living the code of like living in jail even when he was out in general public do you ever see the denzel movie hurricane oh yeah ruby carter yeah he goes into solitary confinement loses his mind starts talking to himself like talking to the rat like the rat is i talk to myself when i'm alone at giant eagle i start talking to myself in like a little i'm like oh look at that little uh, frosted mini wheels hair on sale i can't imagine if i had no input whatsoever i'd lose my mind yeah well one thing i definitely wouldn't do is hold my poo for 33 days i can i can guarantee you that much that must be painful they have a chronicle you can read every day day seven another 24 hours has passed still no movement 144 hours six days so far did you think they would have ever imagined on day seven that they were going to go another 28 days <laughs> like i never thought i'd say this but we need to hire more people to cover this chronicle 
that guy's going to feel like, I mean, he's going to feel like one of those novelty peanut brittle cans. That's like, <laughs> <laughs> shoots out the pop out snake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to go to a, a break. Val's got news next. What do you got? We're going to talk about one California man who really put the jack in Jack in the Box. Jeff Conkle hanging out with us. Jeff Conkle, Mr. Wednesday, of course. You got anything coming up, Jeff? Yeah, I'll be at the Rivers Casino with uh, our nice. friend uh, T-Robe and then an out-of-town guy, Turay. Uh, we're at the, the Rivers uh, Casino tomorrow. Sean Casey coming up at 8.15. It's 60 degrees now at DVE. I'm Val Porter. Police say the man who shot that video of the alleged pizza Milano assault died in a car crash over the weekend. Investigators say James Blackburn was killed in a two-car crash near Frankstown Road and Washington Boulevard Sunday evening. Attorneys say Blackburn was going to be one of the witnesses they would have had to take to, uh, that would have had to take the stand under oath. The video Blackburn shot is still the most important piece of evidence in that incident. Would you send food back if it wasn't up to par? It depends. A new survey found that a surprising number of people will not send food back regardless of how wrong or how bad it is. Overall, 39% said they are either somewhat uncomfortable or very uncomfortable sending something back in a restaurant. I hate doing it. Yeah, yeah it's too. it's not something I look forward to I ever. I don't think I ever have. I don't think I ever have. It's all about how you do it and why you do it. If, well, if you are ir- irrational and you get angry mm-hmm. about something, you're in trouble. You're getting a booger. <laughs> or worse. Or it, yeah, booger's it, best case scenario. <laughs> and if it's like something stupid, you know, this lettuce is a little more wilted, you know, 30% more wilted than I would generally like it. Something really dumb. I mean, if your steak, if you ordered well done, you know, if you have dietary restrictions that are not being met, you get a raw steak or something like that. Uh yeah, just be, you know, be courteous. Yeah. I've had so many friends in all situations, be courteous. I, like for so long, I've hung out with people in that industry, so I like to think I can sort of empathize with the person in that position. You speak their language. Yeah, I like, think ev- hey, I'm really sorry. I, you know, I'm not trying to cause a stir, but could you just put this on the grill for a couple more seconds? And it's like, then it's not a big deal because those people are not just dealing with you; they're dealing with jerks all day mm-hmm. long. So it's all about how you approach it. I think everybody should have to work in the food industry for two months. Totally agree with you. Oh, man. Just so you I know what last. it's like. I remember working out in, in L.A. I worked at the for the Standard Hotel on um, Sunset Boulevard. And the, I was bussing tables for their restaurant and their poolside. And I was making good money. I was still like going to college. And the guy sat me down. He was like, hey, man, I got some good news for you. We want to move you up to waiter. And I was like, no, thanks. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, I'm making enough money here and I don't have to deal with anybody. No pressure. So I'm good. He was like, I've never had anybody say that to me. I'm like, I don't have to deal with anybody if I'm not ruining your lunch. And you were a short-termer, right? Oh, yeah. You had plans to leave. Yeah. And that that wasn't a long-term commitment for me. So I was out of there. If yeah. there was hair in your food, would you send it back? Yes, I would at least point it out and then try to get to the bottom of whether it was my hair <laughs> or somebody else's. 15% will not. Oh, my God. My brother ate a salad. I'm not going to say the, the shop that it was from, but 
at the bottom of it, there was a big oily beard hair. Oh. <laughs> he called the shop back. He was like, hey, man, I just want to tell you guys, I really enjoyed the salad. Favorite part? When I got to the bottom and got that big oily beard hair. That was great. Thank you, guys. Uh, yeah, that's a bad one. If your food came out on a dirty plate, would you send it back? I've had lipstick glasses before. Do you ever get those? Yeah. You're just kind of like, uh, uh, but it's not, you know, hey, there was not a conspiracy to give you a lipstick glass. Just be like, excuse me, hey, sweetheart, you sip this on the way out? Yeah, just, so, hey, could you give me another glass? This one has lipstick on it. Thank you. <laughs> if your food. Not, what the hell? If your food was undercooked, would you send it back? Yeah. Six, just 6% said no. So most people would. <laughs> Sometimes I do go too far. There was a time not long ago where I had chicken. Something was chicken. And I was like, do you think this is undercooked? And I'm like asking the waiter. I'm like, do you, do you think it's undercooked? I'm like, because like, I don't know. Maybe this is the light here. I'm like, it tastes a little mushy. I'm like, if, and then I said something along the lines of, if you think it's cooked, I'll eat it. Which yeah. was like, and then I'm like, thought about it. I'm like, wait a minute. Why am I leaving it up to them? Leave it to this guy. He's like, I don't want to cause any stir, so I'll just <laughs> eat this raw chicken. Don't mind me. Yeah, that was kind of dumb. 3% said they would not send it back if the entire meal was wrong. I'll tell you what I do hate is when you like send something, if you take a bite out of a burger or something, or, or chicken sandwich, and you're like, can you throw this back on the grill? And then they just literally throw the thing you bit into on the grill and bring it back like yeah it's, then your it's saliva's the, on the grill the presentation yeah like the presentation is just i well, don't I know guess, it's messed up I guess the heat yeah. would kill any germs but the heat'll kill it but it's like somebody got dressed to go out but then took a nap and then got back up and their hair's all messed <laughs> yeah. up their shirt's wrinkled it's like it just doesn't look the same right can you redress it could you at least give me a new bun i don't give mind me, you know, bring out a brand new bun yeah <laughs> I know someone who every time we go out, there's an issue. I would never go out with that person. So again. I will not say a word, <laughs> no matter what. Mm -hmm. Sean Casey's on the phone with us right now. Case, have you ever? Do you send stuff back if it's undercooked? Or are you just like, oh well, I got a bad draw? No. Oh, he, he couldn't hear. hear he couldn't hear that. Okay, hold on. Joe's getting it uh, set in there. Producer Joe. Okay, Hello? there you go. Hello, Case, you there? Case. Hey, what's up, guys? You have technical difficulties down there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we are. We're having we a got, little bit of problems. We, we're all good now. We 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 just readjusted the coat hanger. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you send food back if you, if you get an undercooked steak or something? How like how bad does it have to be before you send it back? Oh man, I'm the worst too. I'm like, ah, I'll eat it. You know, yeah, I'm me too. Yeah. yeah, I'll just suck it up and eat it, you know. The worst is when you're at a really good really good place, like, you know, you're at Morton's or something, Capitol Grill, you're like, oh, man, I got to return it. It's 50 bucks. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I'm, yeah, this is a $42 steak. <laughs> but if you get some, if you get a steak from somewhere, like, just at, like, a diner, you're like, this, I deserve this. I just, I de <laughs> what was I yeah. thinking? <laughs> you're like... Okay, I asked for medium rare plus. It turned out to be uh, well done. I'm going to eat it. It's a well. hockey puck, but you know what? That's what I get for ordering a filet from a diner. <laughs> We've all been there, right? Yep. I was. I just hate to. I, I I know that the booger is waiting. That like the guy. <laughs> that like. Like, I feel like he picks his nose and leaves a cup of them just for just like a special occasion. 
There's somebody that can't stop sneezing. They're like, I, I got to take off today. They're like, no, just come in. We don't want you to work. Just sit back there. We'll let you know. It, it looks like another slice of garlic. Like, oh, there's three more slices of garlic on the steak when it came back. Turns out that it's the guy's boogers. Right. <laughs> but if you're in a nice place, like you said, like I always gauge it by the likelihood of that person not caring if they lose their job. So, it, like, if it's in a place where I'm like, this guy doesn't care if he gets caught hawking a loogie on my sandwich. Like, he can go get this job somewhere oh, else Easy. tomorrow. That's <laughs> true. Capital Grill, he's going to redo your steak. Yeah, right. He, you know, he's got health benefits to, to worry about. But if you're some greasy spoon, you're just at the mercy of whatever came out. So true. I went to a really nice restaurant in, in New York, met a couple of buddies there, a guy's like, yeah. I'm like, he's like, what do you want? I'm like, I, let's do some seafood. We do steak all the time. So we're in the city, go to this place. It's like, it's like fish everywhere, like, like legit, top of the line. Like, this is top of the line place, right? So a guy orders, some, guy orders a nice bottle of white wine, right? Well, I'm not really a wine drinker, but if I drink wine, it's like red wine. So as soon as he orders this nice bottle of red, red wine, uh, white wine, he goes to the bathroom, right? So this, the, the, the waitress comes up. She's like, here you go, sir. She pours it for me, and I'm, like, swirling it. I'm, like, looking for the beer. I'm like, all right, here you go. I take a sip. I take a nice sip, and I turn to the lady. My buddies are all sitting there. I go, we'll take the red. <laughs> <laughs> and the, everyone looks at me, and my buddy's like, you can't do that, bro. I'm like, I don't really like the white wine. So I think I just, the bottle's open, and they're just having you taste it, buddy. We have to drink it. I'm like, all right, my bad. But guys are still crushing me. Some of my Pittsburgh buddies are still crushing me for that. Oh. The first day. And I will take the red. I went to dinner with Bob Airy one time years ago, and he did my favorite move ever. He, he, he ordered a bottle of wine, and they gave it to him, you know, to, like, t to taste it. And uh, he's like, you know, does the old snifferoo and then uh, takes a hork <laughs> off of it. And he goes, I don't like it. <laughs> and then the waitress is like, you, is it bad? He goes, no, I just don't like it. <laughs> and I was like, can you do that? You just don't. I mean, I thought it had to be bad. Yeah. No, recork like that. Rancid. Yeah, if you ordered a Coca-Cola, you get a Coca-Cola because yeah. that's what you ordered. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't just say you're like, it's oh, bad. Yeah, like, oh, I don't like Coca-Cola, turns out. <laughs> like, well, you're already drinking it. Yeah. I just, hey, we just opened a $250 bottle of wine for you. You're going to drink it, pal. Okay? You're going to like it. <laughs> yeah, I always want to tell those people, you don't you don't need to swirl it around. It, I'm just going to drink it. I don't yeah. care how it tastes. And I'm yeah, right. I don't, I'm don't. i acting like, uh, yeah, it's got 10 different distinct grapes in there. And like, yeah. we're not kidding myself. Mm. You know, I have no idea. My, like the tannins. My neighbor worked at that restaurant. It was out at the High Hold. And my neighbor, when I lived on Mount Washington, worked there at the time. And she told me, like, later she goes, hey, stop up. We got a nice bottle of wine from your table <laughs> that they sent back tonight. And I was like, nice. I ended up drinking it later that night. <laughs> uh, Sean Casey's uh, with us right now. Red. Casey's Clubhouse. This oh. Friday night, you're having a big benefit case. Yeah, big benefit. Miracle Bass. Sold out. We're sold out, which is, which is awesome. Fantastic. Um, Bill Crawford, my man Billy Crawford is going to headline us with a little comedy. The Delaney's are going to play a little music. Uh, it's going to be a great, great time. Great, great night Friday night. It's our big fundraiser for you know uh, Miracle League of the South Hills, which is which is uh, awesome. But the one thing is, the one cool thing we have is uh, last year we found this app called Handbid, and uh, you can download the app or you can go to handbid.com. Yeah. And uh, dude, we have the, what's cool is last year we shipped like stuff to a dude in Australia, a guy in California, somebody in London, all over the and, and then all over the country. We got some great stuff. We have, uh, the Pens hooked us up with some great stuff. Uh, the Steelers got fired us with stuff. The Buckos, 
uh, Eddie Vedder just sent me a bunch of like real cool Pearl Jam posters, a nice picture. Nice. And he's sending me, he's sending me the, uh, a ukulele tonight. I think he went on vacation. I'm like, hey, bro, did you send that ukulele? Uh, he's like, oh, I forgot. He's like, I'll overnight to you tonight. So tomorrow we'll have, like, I think, a ukulele up there from, <laughs> from Vedder. He, he had more important things to do than, uh, you know, get that ukulele to me. But, he, he, but he, he's been a huge supporter. So he sent us a ton of stuff. And, uh, you know, we just have stuff all over. The Chicago Cubs sent us a huge package, Rizzo Bryant jerseys with, like, four tickets, on-field passes uh, for batting practice, the Reds. Uh, we have a bunch of pirate packages. Really cool stuff. So if, a bunch of jerseys. I got a ton of stuff. I'm bidding on a ton of stuff, too. I'm putting a memorabilia room in my house. I'm like, I want that jersey, that jersey, that bat. So <laughs> I got problems because I was spending you know, my own money on this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I see, Case. I just went on that hand bid thing. You have 157 items that you can bid on. 157 items, and a ton of them. A ton of them have just been like friends helping us out. You know, uh, oh, sending awesome. us stuff, which is really cool. Really, really cool. So I'm, I just want, I want to get the word out, especially for all the people here in Pittsburgh, because it's some great stuff. And uh, a, a good buddy of mine, Denny Stokey, who's a, who's an um, um, artist around here, made this unbelievable painting of Sid, and then I sent it over to Sid. My man Sid signed it for me, so I picked that up, but that's a great piece, too. So there's a, the only thing that's not going, I got, I got this sweet Sean Casey poster up. I signed it real nice. It's up for 25 bucks. It hasn't even got a bid yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> we got a bid on Dude, it. this is pretty awesome. You go to handbid.com, search oh, Sean Casey, the event, really and, the, and the list of items up for bid come up. These are, dude, you, I mean, for Penguins fans, holy cow, you have everything. Dude, yeah, Malkin worn awesome? gloves. Malkin jersey. Like, Crosby jersey, Dumoulin skates. That I like thing. the Dumoulin skates. Oh, yeah, how about that game used, bro? You can just, if you want to just go to Mount Lebanon Rink, buy him and go to Mount Lebanon Rink and just start skating around, <laughs> you can feel like Dumoulin, you know? Yeah, but I also <laughs> like that you have stuff, you know, like, you know, you your contemporaries, Major League Baseball, there's a Tommy autographed jersey. Oh, yeah, dude, I was at a, I, he, he, he got that to me. All those guys, Smoltz, I was at work the other day, I was like, Smoltz. I got this event coming up for the kids. I'm like, we got 300, 350 special needs because I need a jersey. like, no problem. I'm just beating people down. I'm going after it. I'm like, it's for the kids. I'm going after people. How is Millar's Cowboy Up jersey only at 100 bucks right now? Yeah, I, I'm the one bidding on it. How about that? 100 bucks. That's how I go. That's how much pool he has uh, you know, around here. That's a, that's a good piece. Millar's Cowboy Dude, Up. Dude, that's a, that's a, you know, that like, uh, that's like the 85 Bears of baseball. I know. This is the greatest World Series team of all time, and he was probably the, the ringleader of it. That's what I mean. I'm trying to get the word out. I got all this great stuff. Can someone bid on the Sean Casey 8x10 that has no bidders? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what has a decent... Sean Casey signed bad. The only thing that has no bids are, are my items. I must be pretty big time around here. Case, no, you got to put up the jersey that you took to the All-Star game and autograph for yourself. Oh, I'm going <laughs> to put that out. Mikey, I'm putting that out of my house at some point. I mean, I, I, that's the ultimate... Sign your own jersey, and then they're like, who's the tool that signed his own jersey to go play first? <laughs> That's the most unique collectible dude. I think I've ever heard of. <laughs> George Brett autographed Louisville Slugger? Yeah, dude, yeah. Dude. Yeah. That yeah, Crosby that's... painting's tremendous, too. Great stuff, man. There's great stuff on You got that. a Cal Ripken signed baseball. Yeah, Cal Ripken signed baseball, Cal Ripken signed pitcher. So it... anybody can bid on this stuff. This anybody can bid on it. It's for anybody. If you live in Des Moines, Iowa, is that right? Des Moines, Iowa, you can yeah. bid on it. <laughs> that's where, yeah. That's a place. Yeah, yeah. that's a place. Like my, my uh, you know, geography is not too good, but Dude, I think it is. The, 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 the little bobblehead statue thing or whatever is just so, I mean, come on. You, you can got, get a personalized Sean Casey voicemail. Dude, I can't. 
can't even get that. I, I'm, I'm a funny guy. I could throw your voice around over somebody like a <laughs> Pittsburgh accent on you, whatever. <laughs> uh, what, what's Telio performance? What is that? Telio performance. My man John Dennis is a uh, great, best trainer. I think one of the best trainers in the country. Uh, Telio performance. You can get. You might need that, Crawford. Randy, I know you need oh, to get do. out there. You can get four sessions. Uh, I believe he's you know going to give you four sessions of strength training and performance. Especially if you have a kid in high school or younger kid. This guy will get your kids in shape. So Telio performance is outstanding, dude. This is. I mean, th- first yeah, of all, really I can't awesome believe how much stuff. stuff you have here. Yeah, but the quality is through the roof. Go to bid. Handbid, rather, dot com. Handbid.com. Search for the auction. Just put Sean Casey's name in. It says find an auction, and then you put Sean Casey's name in there. I'm sharing it right now on my Twitter this, page. Yeah, and you, there's a Handbid app, too, which is easy on the app. But, it, dude, I, I'm not – Randy, I'm not kidding you, bro. Like, you, you've been to a lot of events oh, and all that ton. stuff. Like, I think we have some of the best silent auction items ever in a in – a, especially in a – no doubt an event in Pittsburgh, but an event in the country. The stuff that we have is unbelievable. I uh, like this. Sponsor a team. Yeah, you could sponsor a team. You could help out with the jerseys. All that money helps us, like, sponsor a kid just for, like, you know, to, to, what I think it's 25 bucks or something to sponsor a kid. Uh, our camp, you know, all, all the money we do for our camp in June goes to the kids, so, like, you could help out with the shirts or whatever. There's a tons of ways to give back. And, listen, Miracle League, if you go to MiracleLeagueSouthHills.org, you can get on the Handbit app, but you can also see what we're doing. And, you know, there's tons of videos and, and cool things. Over 350 kids we serve with special needs. And it's just, it's a great place, man. It's just it's worth it for everyone to check out. Dude, you have, there's some big ticket items, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the Tahoe getaway, ski getaway, the Napa getaway. And how about uh, Justin Timberlake in Nashville? Yep, Taylor Swift, I think, too. We got uh, Dude. Yeah, there's some really cool Casey, really how stuff. did you roll into a Westminster dog show package? Well, you know, I, know, uh, I do a lot of dog shows on the side, so I found out uh, yeah, I got Westminster to join in, and uh, they said, yeah, no problem. I'll tell you what, they should do a best in show thing where you and Millar do one of the nights. <laughs> Dude, we'd be censored so quick. We'd be off the we'd be off the air right now. I'm telling you right now. You gotta check Harnish's beanbag. <laughs> well, next year I think that Crawford, I, I think that's a good thing. Next year I'm gonna get uh, Harnish to send one in and we'll see if we can start that bit about five hundred. Go to uh handfilletfullandnickels.com. We're gonna share it through the D V E site on all the social media accounts so people can check it out. Oh, the, thanks, thanks a lot, fellas. Does the auction end Friday? Yeah, the auction our event's Friday, so it, the auction will probably end about ten PM Friday night. Got it. So right. it'll be good. Right, right after Crawford goes on, it gives us a couple jo- good jokes out there. That's awesome, t- man. I can't wait. I'll tell you what, there this is one of those things where you're going to have to scroll through everything before you place a bid because you're going to want to bid on a bunch of stuff as you scroll down. You have to prioritize. There's that much good yeah, stuff here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just keep going over and over. There's just really, really cool stuff, man. Local stuff, you know, uh, you know, uh, national stuff, all that stuff. You got a lot of Kansas City stuff. I tell you, Slack. We got to we got to email this to Slack down in uh, Carolina because there's some premier Cincinnati Red memorabilia here. I know. Please do, man. The red stuff. I got. I got to get started. No one's bidding on the red stuff. That must have made a real impact out there, dude. The Joey <laughs> or the, the uh, Johnny Cueto autographed bobblehead. You should have one that's a. It's a bobble ball. The ball drops and comes back up. <laughs> I can make that happen. If someone from Pittsburgh does that, I'll go in. I'll open it up and I'll cut his uh, hand off. There you go. <laughs> Handbid.com. We'll uh, share it on all the DVE sites. Sean Casey, love you, brother. We'll be talking to you soon. All right, fellas. All right, see man. you guys Friday night. All right, DVE. Sports. Mike Pursuta with your sports right now in the DVE morning. 
show. Always great to talk to uh, Sean Casey. Just a ray of sunshine. He just yeah, yes. he is. I'll have what he's having. I, I mean, I would say that, but I know what he's having, and I can't have it. Sure. Yeah. What a great metabolism. Yes. He's a world-class athlete. <laughs> he's not an athlete. He's a baseball player. Ah, whatever. Mike's got some uh, sports news here for you. And, and a lot of Olympic news, of course. And uh, an update about Ryan Shazier from Ryan Shazier and from Roosevelt Knicks. Who knew Roosevelt Knicks had a podcast? He literally, Ryan Shazier, just now tweeted. Everyone go to Rosie Page, listen to his recent podcast. I was able to join. He's, like, excited about this. It's uh, it's amazing to hear the two uh, friends and teammates interacting with one another, and uh, it was it was downright jovial at times, and it was pretty serious at times, particularly when Roosevelt Knicks got around to recalling the night of December the 4th in Cincinnati. You know, when you see somebody get hurt, you like, man, sh- all right, get up, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Then, yeah. you know, it was just way different, dog. And, you know, I don't even, we don't even need to speak on that because that happened and, and we moving on. But, but it was, it was sad. You know bro, what I mean? Like around, I know, bro. around, and just people was messed up. Yeah, the Steelers were uh, messed up and Ryan Shazier was messed up, but uh, even he didn't know how severely. I didn't even know how bad I was hurt. Like, I knew I was hurt bad, bro, but I was like, I'm going to I'm I'm uh, be straight for Christmas. I'm going to go to the Christmas game. Right. They, you know, they're, like, they're looking at me like, what do you mean you're going to the Christmas game? Now, Ryan Chazier ended up not going to the Steelers game on December the 25th in Houston. Instead, spine stabilization surgery, but the good news is he is rehabbing now. He told Roosevelt Knicks he's working out five times a week, and his therapists are pushing him to the limit, and uh, Ryan Chazier wouldn't have it any other way. Some progression they see week to week, they almost see from me day to day. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, bro, like, That's I got to get it. That's you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm really trying to come back and, like, still be a pro bowler, still be all pro. Like, I'm salty because I feel like I got snubbed all pro this year. You know what I'm saying? Even though I got hurt. Right. But I feel like my stats are still as good as those Man. who made it. You know what I'm saying? Like, You know what I mean? And so, like, I'm, I'm really, like, I'm, I'm still reaching for that, that – that Hall of Famer, you know what I'm saying? Because I really feel like I'm the best linebacker ever, you know what right. I'm saying? So, like, I just got to be back out there so everybody can see it. Wants to come back and he wants to go to the Hall of Fame. Whenever Vince Williams started tweeting that during the season, I, I don't remember exactly when it was. He just got reflective and opened up about his relationship with Shazier. He talked about how Shazier, Ryan has felt that way from the moment he stepped into the league. He wanted to be the greatest inside linebacker ever to play the game. That's been his ambition. That's been his goal. And it still is. And uh, good for him. I'm rooting for him. That's, uh, if you've got some time, uh, it's worth your time to check that out. Uh, the Roosevelt Knicks podcast. Uh, tough ending for Team USA uh, in the Winter Olympic Hockey Tournament last night. Uh, the U.S. men's national team falls to the Czech Republic 3-2 to two in a shootout. Czech Republic getting one goal in the five-man shootout, and that was one more than the fivesome of Chris Bork, Ryan Donato, Mark Arcabello, Troy Terry, and Bobby Butler were able to manage. You know, when that thing got to the shootout, I said, we got Troy Terry, we're going to win this thing. 
Porky, what happened to the U.S. kids? What happened? Did you stay up and watch that last night? That's uh, way past my bedtime. No, I did not watch it. <laughs> no. I'm not engaged. Mike is. Mike is fully engaged. Stayed up all night to watch the USA men's hockey team lose to Czech. Well, I stayed, up, I stayed up to one to watch the game. Then I stayed up to about three to stew over it. Did you really? Oh, uh, yeah. I was upset. Uh, not mad. Just just really disappointed. I think the team probably went to sleep before that. Well, you are. You're into it. That's my thing, man. International hockey. I just, just Chris Bork couldn't get him there. Any relation? Still really very s- distant. He's fact, still really <clears throat> small. You and I could be related as much as him and I are. <laughs> His dad Ray was in the stands wearing a Team USA hoodie. That was a small victory. We got a convert. The Bork with one ring. Yeah, that one. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> the Bork with one ring. On to the World Championship, Sporky. We will reform and hit him again. I was wondering Whatever that... third world country that's in, they'll park the uh... SUV in the corner and drop the puck. <laughs> Damn. So close. Caps lost to the Lightning 4-2 uh, to last night, so uh, one fewer game in hand for Washington over the Penguins. Caps have 75 points, the Pens have 74, and the Flyers were 3-2 winners in OT in Montreal yesterday. They have 72 points. Pirates uh, picked up outfielder Bryce Brents from Boston. Who? Bryce Brents from Boston. Say that a bunch of times fast and then forget who Alliteration night at PNC Park. 31 home runs uh, for the AAA Red Sox uh, last season. He comes to the Pirates for cash considerations. Probably not a great deal of cash. We'll consider giving you cash, but we probably won't. No more uh, 2013 National Championship for Louisville. The university had its appeal to the NCAA denied yesterday. Uh, the Louisville Cardinals have to vacate 123 wins. That also includes a Final Four appearance in 2012. West Virginia, number 21, West Virginia beat Baylor last night, 71-60. to Pitt is hosting Wake Forest tonight. Duquesne's at St. Bonaventure and Penn State hosting Michigan. That would be number 17, Michigan. Nittany Lions, according to Joe Lenardi, are the first team in the next four out. They're starting to sneak into consideration for the NCAA tournament at 19-10 and 10 overall, 9-7 and 7 in the Big Ten. My kingdom for a shootout goal, Borky. I tell you, I will watch uh, the Chicks with Sticks tonight, though. Yeah. yeah. That's later than the men's game. Yeah. Uh, that, I will stay up for that. Amanda Kessel. Yeah. Did you You're see how? Watch that, Mike. Amanda the Thrill. I honestly, I would watch it if it wasn't starting at eleven o'clock. But I was up all night last night, and I don't think I'm going to do that again. Nap. That's why they call them naps. Take a nap. But I'm rooting hard for us. <laughs> Get your red, red, white, and blue panties on and start watching some girls hockey. Chicks with <laughs> sticks, huh? I like that. Or do they not? I don't know. Does it matter? No, I'll probably offend somebody. Well, uh, you know, I don't know. I I saw people bitching on Twitter last night about the ice dancing or whatever they call it, and they're referring to them as ladies, and that's now I love girls. Unacceptable. It's awesome. Unacceptable. Why is it unacceptable to call them ladies? I don't know. Christine Brennan had a problem with it. It's sexist somehow. What are they supposed to Women. Should be women. It's if you call them men, you have to call the women. You can't say ladies anymore. What if we call it gentleman hockey? For F's sake. Gentlemen. You know, if you look for reasons to be offended and ways to be offended, you can find them. <laughs> you can find them. Good job by you. Shouldn't take long. Jesus. Someone's, he's upset. He's very upset about the hockey He's upset. Game. Yeah. You're not this mad at Christine Brennan. No. A little, little bit. 
Forky's here. I'm, I'm venting. How's it feel? Really good. Oh, uh, yeah. No beard. Well, no beard. He's got a little something. Luckily, already already pushing out like yeah. a Chia Pet. Like he, I was telling those guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Borky got it shaved with a razor, and it was pushed Chia. right back out. Luckily, it's warm and not 15 degrees like all those weeks we had. It was cold that night. Yeah. After I got sheared. Did your face feel cold? Oh, man. It's like somebody slapped me with a backhand. All right. <laughs> the, we're going to take a quick break, come back, and it'll be time for Hockey Talk with Phil Bork. One five. The DVE Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Hockey Talk. Time for Hockey Talk. This is going to rock. There's no one finer than the old Bill Bork, uh, all right, we were talking about Cheer the Beard, and uh, that was great that you took part in it. That was, from what I understand, the uh, the biggest one. It was sold out, but it was the most money they ever raised at one of them, I think. Uh, you said 99K. That's what I heard. Woo! That's incredible. Inc- incredible. Way to go, Pittsburgh. Man. Incredible. What an event. Is it eighth consecutive? Eight, that was the eighth. Eight years running? Yeah. Wow. And Brett gets more and more loquacious every year you know it's fun to watch him just take the mic and just start talking to everybody he sang a song this year put on the guitar did his version of uh, all my my heroes have always been uh, cowboys and change it to Steelers. i like that i like it a lot and then uh, he's doing parody songs now <laughs> who did you think was the who who were you most afraid of w- with a pair of scissors in their hand coming at your face i thought it was going to be james harrison yes but it wasn't he was a gentle giant. Uh, it was actually Louis Lips. <laughs> I know why. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it was Louis Lit. <laughs> yeah. Louis was I, I lit felt, up. I, you know, most guys just took a hack, you know, and they just wanted to get out of there, you know. Just take a, just, Louis had, I felt steel against skin. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, and I know he had good mitts when he played. But uh, that was a long time ago. When he, yeah. <laughs> when he, some of those pictures, I was like, Ooh, "Watch the lip, watch the lip, lips." <laughs> he, that's why they call me Louis lips. lips. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, he did that. I got your nose. He's like, I got your lips. <laughs> he was, uh, yeah, he was uh, having a good time. Oh yeah. He took the mic afterwards and just started yelling. I was like, oh, man, I'm glad they got the sharp thing out of his hand. Get the hook. Yeah, He's but. fun guy. Louie? <laughs> yeah. He always has a good time, man. He was having a blast that night. He signed, he signed a million autographs that I night. was hosting an event one year, and one of the trivia questions, he was the answer. <laughs> he was there and didn't get it right. <laughs> <laughs> he had 16 touchdown catches one year. As a rookie, right? Phenomenal! Yeah, it is pretty, pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Um, the James Harrison response from the crowd. I was wondering what it was going to be like. Nothing but cheers. Yeah. N- number one, I I don't really know James Harrison that much, but just that he showed up, considering how everything went down, him leaving the Steelers, mm-hmm. going to the Patriots, yada yada yada. He could have easily just taken a buy and said, "Eh, Brett Diesel, I'm I'm going to take a pass this year." He didn't. Right. He showed up. Stuck around, signed some autographs. So I, you have to respect him for that because he was there for the cause, for the kids, for yeah. for Diesel. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he's pretty, I mean, he's very close with Brett and his family, yeah. you know. Um, but um, once again, a sold out crowd was there. I do think you guys should get a pirate next year and just do pirate Steelers pens across the board getting shaved. Remarkable amount of people there. You got to try to see if Steve Blass can grow a beard. That would be an awesome addition. Oh, they need to have Brett Bork and Blass. Ooh. Killer bees. Wow. The real killer bees. How does it feel? The bearded like, bees. Like what, what, you're, you're cold. You feel naked. Does no, it feel? No, I do. I feel exposed. Do you? Uh, you feel I, vulnerable? I feel like I lost a friend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was about this time in 2016 when I decided to grow the beard. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I, hey, I get it. I'm not a player anymore. I get it. But you still kind of think like a player. And I was thinking, you're around the I'm team. Gonna, I this is you know I'm going to go with the player mentality. This is about the time I would start growing it as a player, hoping to make the playoffs, hoping to have a long run. Obviously, it worked in 16. I kept it through 17. So did it for the kids, and now it's coming right back again. So I'm going to grow it again for hopefully the three peat. Did you see? The pictures from last night's, was it Night of Assists? Night of Assists. Uh, which was like a black tie event of sorts. With a circus the theme. So, yeah, top hats and all. Phil Kessel, uh, he looked more like he was a, a chimney sweep from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> I hope he never leaves us. He's my favorite. <laughs> He had like a gold bow tie on over a checkered shirt, which he didn't have buttoned at the top. <laughs> he just had a tie coming around and like holding the shirt together. White gloves, that beard, and it, I mean, that lettuce popping out of the hat, man. <laughs> it's too good. It's so it's, funny. It's so good. Oh, my God, is he a character? It's hilarious. His sister's going to be vying for a gold medal here tonight, correct? Yeah. Uh, a man. Phil dries yeah. his hair with a leaf blower. <laughs> <laughs> he just looked, He just looks like they pulled him out of the alley. Put these gloves on. Wear this hat. <laughs> so what does Rutherford do uh, before Monday? What's the big move? I mean, I know a yeah. lot of people are talking about uh, the trade with the Rangers, but I'm not so sure the Rangers are. For Michael Grabner? Yeah, willing yeah, to. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of teams going after Michael Grabner f- for obvious reasons and also you know, salary reasons. He doesn't make a ton. He makes a little over a million and a half. He's so a winger. A He's a winger. Better off yeah. getting Broussard well, if you can. He makes too much, though. And he's got another tag. year left on his deal. I just don't know how you, you make that work. Uh, but Jimmy's very creative, and, and if he can, he will. You know, the other names are obvious, you know, with Matt Cullen, but Minnesota's right in it. And so I have a tough time believing that's going to happen. But again, I... I never underestimate Jimmy Rutherford. You hear other names like Mark Letestu and, and Max Domi out in uh, Arizona. Is that Ty's kid? That is. Yeah. Oh, well, so there's an organizational, there's a family connection there. Oh, big time. Because the big guy and uh, and Ty are, are buddies. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I heard, I did hear a rumor that, is Mario Max's godfather? That would make sense yeah. to me. And I, I know during the playoffs up at the UPMC Lemieux Center that Max was in there working out training he was in pittsburgh oh really he loves the burke mm. yeah and yeah it's it's a it's an unbelievable dynamic that ty ty domi you, you, tough guy from the nhl yeah, ty domi is like the, a really good friend yeah he's like the mickey cohen to to <laughs> mario lemieux bugsy siegel he's like his muscle tough as nails <laughs> what would the test cost I, I don't think a lot it can't be a whole lot right it can't be a lot that's got to be worth a roll of the dice, doesn't it? I think he's a UFA. He's right hand. Yeah, I like him. I like him a lot because number one, he wears 
a letter A. So that tells me he's a he's a leader, right? He's really good on faceoffs. Really good as a penalty killer. Right hand shot. Can play here. the point on the power play. Yeah. He has goal scoring abilities. He can get you a big goal, and so uh, that's definitely a guy I would I would be interested in because he kind of and he doesn't make a lot. He kind of checks all the boxes. Might be like that you fifth need fifth round pick, sixth round pick. I uh, maybe a little higher than that, but I don't think anything more than a third. Uh, Borky, your broadcasting cohort, Hockey Hall of Famer Mike Lang, mm. yesterday said, uh, you know. Don't get overexcited about Zach Aston Reese and what he's done yet. Small mm-hmm. sample size to mm-hmm. judge from. But right now, I mean, there is a whole lot to like about what he's been able to do early on. Certainly reserve judgment until there's yeah. more, more to uh, to go on, but pretty so, good. Hey, four goals in eight games. Pretty, Not pretty, too shabby. A plus good. three. I think he's got 26 hits. And uh, he dropped the boom on Boone Jenner last game. <laughs> uh, and this he he's solid on his skates. He's got a nose for the net. Uh, he is a little bit like a Patrick Hornquist, that he uh, has the ability to screen goaltenders, good at puck retrieval, not the fastest, not the strongest, not the best shot, but he's got a knack. How, he, he has a good mind. He can play with a guy like Sid. How about how much is this bothering Hornquist, though? Everybody keeps, Zero. He, he, people keep saying, None. he's like Hornquist. Yeah, like he's a left shot. Enough. He's a left wing. Hornie's a right shot, plays the other side. I could, I could see a line with Sid, Zach Aston-Reese, and Hornie. Find a way to win with that. that yeah, <laughs> that would be that would be a fun trio to watch. Not a fun trio to play against. No, and that's that's kind of like where we are right now, Crow. Is that we are firing on all cylinders. We're, we're get, everybody's chipping in. Mm-hmm. You know, Unfair. last game we had you know Riley Shahan with a deuce. You know, Jamie Alexiak chipping in. You he got, was playing like know? a deuce, like for the first half of the year, and a lot of people were wondering what's going on. And now he's on fire, and you're confident. Yeah, he's and because no, it's to me that's wonder, like it's I'd the like sample know, size argument for him too, I'd right? I'd like to know Jimmy uh, Rutherford's mindset right now because when the team is playing so well, one five in a row, you're ten uh, one and one in your last twelve games. That I wonder if that kind of sways his decision making of well, maybe I won't make upset a deal. The chemistry, you know, right? What did you think five weeks ago versus what do you think now? Yeah, that's and, right. and, but I, that's that would lead me to believe bit addition. Bit addition, yeah. Some sort of depth. No. You're not going to get enough depth that if Crosby or Malkin gets hurt, you're covered. And I don't think this but, is any kind of a mirage, Mikey. I think this is just the players maybe sending a subtle message to their coach, to their GM, yeah. that I don't want to go, man. I'm going to show you. I'm going to pick up my game. I was wondering that. You know how like dogs, like point. before you, you put them down, they like all of a sudden they like they're like, no, I can frisbee and stuff. Yeah. Don't, I know I'm good. Yeah. They give you. I know that I've last... been laying around at the house a lot and <laughs> right. I peed a little yeah. bit more than I probably should have. And the... but no, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> well, just when you hear Crosby talking about defense and keeping people to two goals or fewer, and th- yeah, it, he's becoming an extension of Sullivan at this time, and that's going to just ripple down. It, and you know what? The ripple down is to Geno. The same thing. Yeah. Gino is so good defensively right now, generating offense from strong defense. He's watching this captain. And I think they're they're both kind of feeding off each other right now. If they're going to be under details like that, they're going to be tough out. Tough out. Who wants to play these these guys in a seven-game series? Uh-uh. Dolphin. The old two-niner. <laughs> 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 the dolphin is the best. <laughs> Can I just say that last night we got tweeted by Chip uh, Demonic that said that he recorded a full-length version of oh, yeah. uh, oh, your intro song? Oh, yeah. Cool. There's going to be a full one of those, yeah. 
Maybe he'll just put out a whole Borky album. You'll be like his Layla. Me Borky and other so- uh, assorted hockey songs. Just keep talking. I'm just going to turn it up. Yeah. You're cranking that in your headset. I can hear from over here. Hockey Talk with Phil Borky. You can hear him on our brother station, 105.9 The X, the flagship station of the Pittsburgh Penguins, alongside Hockey Hall of Famer Mike Lang, and you're back at it Friday night. Pens and Canes. Beautiful. Borky, thank you so much. Thank you. Crow, Randall, Valerie, and Michael. (laughs) This was awesome. And... Good hockey talk. It's 59 degrees now at DVE. I'm Val Porter. A Pennsylvania state lawmaker has introduced a bill that will require metal detectors and armed guards at public schools. Republican Rep. Rosemary Brown from Monroe and Pike County says her proposal would mandate each school building establish a primary entrance with a metal detector. If a school has more than one primary entrance, they would need additional detectors. The bill also requires at least one armed security officer on campus during school and after school activities wasn't there an armed security officer at that school at that high school douglas i I don't know i think there was yeah there was just completely sad you're defunding the arts and all of these things that made for a great well-rounded education and now you're going to find the money for for this i mean you have to though right you have to get i don't know man metal detectors for sure you could walk right into my grade school you could walk right into my high school back in the day i know things have changed but it is just can't you Turning just shoot these out a window? schools like into some sort of big, huge, like it's a jail now. It's just a just yeah. does not seem to be the it's first sad. step that needs to be taken. That that's not like an incredible change for me, just because I went to Risenstein and we had metal detectors like all the time, because there was a lot of gang violence going on at the time. Right, and it's been a long time since I've been in school, so I have a little bit of an unrealistic idea of what it's actually like now. But it's sad to me. No, it's definitely. I mean, of course. Tragic. Christian evangelist Billy Graham is dead at the age of 99. He was known to most as America's pastor. Graham provided counsel to scores of American presidents, starting with Harry S. Truman. A family spokesperson said Graham died at his home in North Carolina this morning of natural causes. Well, every relationship has its challenges. So what are the things that negatively impact a relationship? Number one is not sex but half the top 10 revolve around sex. Number one thing that negatively impacts a relationship is work stress. Yep. Being too, being too tired is second on the list, followed by having no sex drive. Arguments about money. One is a morning person. The other is a night owl. Health problems. Boring sex. Erectile dysfunction. Boring sex. Arguments about the kids. Uh, and failure to arrive during sex. We've got to stop arguing about the kids while we're having boring sex. It's just, it's making it worse. Others on the list, but not in the top 10. Having a baby, watching porn, being too quick in the sack, cheating and arguing about... Was that your your GERD? Oh my God. Get that little sound effect. Isolate that joke. Good Lord. Give me that. It was like, oh, it was my throat gurgling. Again. How did you? That was. Was that a frog being oh, born? Audible gird. <laughs> How do you talk right through it? I don't know. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Don't you have gurgles? Oh God, who just... Yeah, but I'm not step, like. I don't keep talking through of them. <laughs> well, what do you want me to do, though? Savage. Uh, 
cheating and arguing about politics also negatively impact a relationship. <laughs> cheating and I like those those go hand in hand. Uh, the survey also found. I don't just, like your stances on gun control. That's why I'm cheating. <laughs> the survey also found that just 64 percent of people are very happy in their current relationship. 19 percent are unhappy. Everyone else is somewhere in the middle there. Listen, you got to stay in the fight. That's the that's the point of this whole thing. The, these people that think that it's just going to be nothing but uh, rainbows and cupcakes, moonlight and roses. Well, you know, <laughs> that wasn't it. No, that was la- that was the first. That was the first Val Porter g- gird eruption. <laughs> right. oh my God. How did your throat make that noise? I just don't have any idea. You've never had your throat gurgle like something that, come up. That not a, not a burp. That's a just gurgle. a unique noise. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. I, if I could make this like my oh my god, I, I would your, like that to be the like you've got mail sound to be my ringtone every time I like it sends mail instead of <laughs> sound it makes if it just went. <laughs> <laughs> this one was different. It was a little more subtle. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, gee, sorry. Whoa. My throat did not do that. <laughs> Uh, you guys don't really drink pop, but you probably did it's when you were a kid. What? I, I love, yeah. I used to love drinking those three liters. Three liters, dude. You don't remember the three liters? I you had do, six kids in the wow. family. You'd get a okay, three liter. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah you know. it's gone in a day. Probably it had less. it had the wide spout yeah. on it. It was so weird looking. But you, my mom would like get the RC cola and be, you know, it's too big because it's like no one put the cap all the way back on. So if you didn't drink it in an hour, it was flat. The website Ranker.com asked more than 18,000 people to vote on the best pop of all time. All time. It's got to be Coca-Cola. Coke came in at number it's one. Coke. Yeah. Because it's got the cocaine in it, the original one. <laughs> Pepsi didn't even make the top ten. After Coke, it's Dr. Pepper. You know what? Oh, that when, used to be my favorite. I used to love Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper and barbecue Fritos. <laughs> that might have started a lifelong like gastrointestinal problem, but it was so delicious <laughs> yeah. at the time. The uh, every time you go to a restaurant and you're like, "Can I have a coke?" and they're like, Is "Pepsi, okay." I'm always like, "Just don't tell no. me. Just give me the Pepsi." Oh, no, it's no, not you okay. Can taste the I know, and it's not okay. How about that? Like we can make them go get you a coke? Pepsi, okay? No, go get me a coke. Get me a coke. Yeah, then you don't get in a Coke. <laughs> Sprite. Oh, boy. Uh, do you remember that? Sprite was kind of boring. Do you remember Squirt? Yeah. Yeah. I think they still make it. Mm. Yeah. Bad name for, for a drink. <laughs> Squirt. Remember Surge? Just like AIDS. Surge was different. Surge was like AIDS. straight up What was scary. named AIDS? Don't you remember AIDS? It was like a weight loss chew, I think, back in the- Are you serious? Was, I think no, it was spelled, I don't remember AIDS. I think it was spelled A-Y-D-S. And you you chewed it? Yeah. Look that up. Can I have some of your AIDS? <laughs> yeah. And we Bad, probably should have named it this. They went out of business Bad in the mid-80s. Well, wasn't there, like, ISIS? Yeah. Some, somebody recently had trouble with ISIS. Something oh, was named. mighty ISIS. Something was named ISIS, though. There was, like, a business mm. named ISIS. And then yes. they were like, damn it. AIDS diet candy. Shut the front door. Spelled A-Y-D-S. And it was a diet candy? Mm-hmm. Oh. 
Guys, I just but went to the was... store and got a bunch of A's. <laughs> you got a bunch of A's? That was like the bunch. 70s. No, I don't remember that. Yeah, they went out of business. That's good. Yeah, probably as soon as the AIDS AI, Yes. Yeah. Acquired immune deficiency syndrome. Do you have any Wrigley's? No. I have some rickets, though. A and W. Oh, yeah. Good old. F- I was always a Barks guy myself. Bar- Barks has bite. That's Barks, why. Barks is number 10 on the list. I used to call it Barfs. My grandma would laugh. Yeah, I heard that. Can mm-hmm. I have some Barfs? Barfs number- root beer. Number five is Mountain Dew. Seven up. Mountain Dew, I That's aged Val's out. Jam. I aged out of Mountain Dew, but there Val was a, didn't. Val, we used to, Val's breakfast is Mountain Dew and a bag of chips. Not anymore. I can't do that. That's why do you think my throat? Makes that's why you noise? get. Honest to God, that's why your throat's making the noise because for so many years yeah. your All breakfast was just of, Mountain Dew. There's like little baby frogs down there. Like, where's our Mountain Dew? <laughs> Feed us. Uh, in high school, we would go to the country fair. After intramural, intramural volleyball in the morning. Country Fair was Erie, PA, Franklin, PA. Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven. Yeah. So we would go to Country Fair and get Susie Q's and Mountain Dew. That's pretty strong. For breakfast. That's pretty good, right there. Susie Q's. Forgot about them. Orange Crush. Oh, dude, I I was big. That was my jam for a long, long time. Dude, how about my mom is crush. now drinking that? Yeah. They still make it. Yeah. Sometimes I crave an like, orange pop. What are you pop. doing? I don't know why. Love orange pop. Yeah, it's like the McDonald's orange drink. Mm, you, uh, it's no. yeah, it's, it's like a high kind of weird. I yeah, really, I really liked it. Cherry Coke. No, I never I got into it. Cherry Coke. I, no. I went for it for a little while. Sun kissed orange, and then I said Barks root beer number ten. Sun kissed orange was good, but it wasn't as good as Orange Crush. There was something about Orange Crush. Like Hawaiian Punch. Yeah. There were other punches, but something about the Hawaiian Punch. Dude, you remember Cherokee Red? Hell yeah. Oh, Cherokee, Cherokee Reds Red and Red Hots. Fire. Welch's Grape Pop. Oh, a lot yeah. of sugar in that, Val. Definitely. A lot of sugar in that. <laughs> I used to go to Aiello's Pizza Shop, get two cuts for 120 and throw the rest of the change in the, the machine to get the Welch's Grape. Beautiful. It's a great after-school snack. That's not bad. Male bobsledders and female snowboarders at the Winter Olympics are the most popular athletes on Tinder. Dating app ran down lists of the most popular athletes competing in Pyeongchang, South Korea. Among women, snowboarders lead alpine skiers, bobsledders, lugers, lugers, and uh, freestyle skiers. Male bobsledders top the list that includes hockey players, snowboarders, alpine skiers, and skeleton racers. Tinder says app users from the U.S., Sweden, and Britain are most active in trying to hook up with Olympians in South Korea. And uh, Germany having a very successful Winter Olympics, and I don't know if this is why, but they think it is. They're chugging non-alcoholic beer, which supposedly has better health benefits than sports drinks. Hoping to give their athletes the best chance possible to win. The German brewery Krumbacher uh, sent about 1,000 gallons with the team to South Korea. It seems to be working. They believe it is. The non-alcoholic beer reportedly reduces inflammation, fights off infections, and helps athletes recover more quickly from grueling workouts. What What's like the most popular non-alcoholic beer right now? Um, O'Doul's. Oh, I, I mean, I, I guess O'Doul's is like the only one to know that. And Caliber wasn't Caliber one of them for a while. I don't remember. I don't remember any other beer non-alcoholic other than O'Doul's. Yeah, me either. I'm actually surprised that doesn't catch on a little bit more. I'm surprised more people aren't just 
constantly drinking a non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, Does I'm, it taste I'm the drinking same? decaf coffee right now. It yeah. tastes pretty good. You're drinking decaf coffee? Yeah. Why? Because there's no regular coffee out there. Oh. That's mainly why. <laughs> I thought you brought your own coffee in. I do. You forgot today. It needs a refill. Yeah. Oh. Why don't you go upstairs? Fourth floor, fifth floor. They got they got the regular coffee. You're allowed to go to other floors in the building. I don't want to go to other floors. <laughs> you go to the other floors in search of blue water, though. Well, that's different. That's a that's the, that's a necessity. That? It's the hunt for blue October. What's that's, blue water? Blue water is just a toilet that hasn't been used yet. It still has the cleaning solution What's the in difference? from. Well, then you know. Well, you get first crack out of it. Yeah, it's like fresh tracks. And <laughs> you want that a big first deal? one to ski down yeah, the mountain. Yeah, it's know? a huge deal. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to go to a toilet that's already been demolished yeah. by these animals that we work with. Between Mikey, Bob, me, and Bell, <laughs> there's, there's like, we, you know, there's maps. Yeah. We know which ones will have the blue water before nine o'clock. You're good. <laughs> After nine o'clock. After nine o'clock. It's, it's well, a free for all. It's, you know, full house at that point. The amount of people who just bring it into work, it does blow me away that that's their thing. Like, they get here, they say hi to everybody, and they take a paper in there and just go in oh. and... Hmm. Oh, I mean, I, I used to joke around whenever we first started <laughs> the tailgates at Stage AE, it's like people came to Stage AE to poop. <laughs> that's the first thing they did. I would go in there at 10 o'clock in the morning and it would spell like the third quarter. <laughs> My God. Smells like the third corner in here. <laughs> What's going on? No, but they, occasionally some of the bathrooms in this building are just. It's like well, being in, when being when in sewage India. bubbles yeah. up out of the sink, that's. Yeah, that was the issue that day, right? Yeah, it wasn't somebody in there. Destroying. You guys all thought I was lying, and I came back in here. I and did. Like, I thought. Well, I didn't think you were lying. I thought well, you were exaggerating. Exaggerating. Yeah, I told you. There's air freshener in here. Take it in there. Oh, you'd like for us to take things into the bathroom and bring them back here? No, 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 no. Leave them in there. Don't bring it back. Do you still have a couch in the bathroom? No. Ladies had a couch in the bathroom for no. a while. I don't know what happened to that. There's I... somebody. There's somebody we work with who takes Febreze into the bathroom with them, and so every time I go in there and it smells lovely, I know that uh, he's just pooped. Yeah. I told. I brought. I bought this air freshener from I don't know where it was, like Yankee Candle or something. Yeah. It was super strong. It smelled really good. I told Bryce, take that into the men's room. Get it out of here. That's, it's too strong. That's fine. Yeah, the men's you room. You guys need it. Oh, there's, I mean, it is. You got to kill the fecal it's cloud. It's the Wild West. Fecal cloud is <laughs> strong. That's, like, that's how you poop at Apple. <laughs> uh, Kirstie Alley blasted America's curling team on Twitter. The actress posted on Monday to say, I'm not trying to be mean, but curling is boring, which drew a quick response from both the athletes and their fans. Schuster is one of the team's leaders, was the first to weigh in, tweeting, We're not trying to be mean either, but your movies weren't exactly riveting theater, Kirsty. Curler Tyler George hit back with a, an even shorter burn, reading Diane greater than Rebecca. Uh, uh, she finally relented uh, yesterday, replying, Okay, I'm going to give it another chance. My son loves watching curling. He doesn't love figure skating, which I do, so we can give each other a second chance today. She was very, very funny on Cheers. Very, very funny on Cheers. Nothing else that I really liked her in, but Rebecca was a funny character. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't a marry me or else situation, but Justin Thoreau did feel pushed into marrying Jennifer Aniston despite his gut feelings about it. Uh, buddy of Justin's telling us weekly that he is okay with long-term relationships, but not really big on marriage, which could explain the couple's impending divorce. 
The uh, insider says Justin was absolutely head over heels in love with Jen and probably always will be. But marriage was never important to him. Marriage was always just a piece of paper to Justin, and he didn't need it. It was obvious Jen needed more than an engagement or to be life partners with Justin. He didn't want to lose her, so they got married. And now they're uncoupling. Forecast today, rain temperatures dropping through the day into the 40s. It's 58 at DVE. All right, quick break. We'll come back. Mike's got sports for you. Mark Madden, who I uh, understand is very... uh, He's... uh, very excited about something. Oh, yeah. So Double M will be in here coming up great. at 945. This Saturday, Polar Plunge, the 2018 Polar Plunge. I'll be down at Heinz Field from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. SpecialOlympicsPA.org is the website to go to to donate. Hit the two chicken uh, link, and you can just donate. You don't have to jump in, but you should come down and be a part of what's a huge party. You can sign up to be on the DVE team with me, or the iHeart team, rather, with me and Bob McLaughlin from The X, Scottro from Kiss. Get the link for that at dve.com. But it's this Saturday, the Polar Plunge down in Hinesfield. DVE Sports. Mike, pursued with your sports right now on the DVE Morning Show. Mike, what's going on? Sports are brought to you by Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. Ryan Shazier has been heard from. Not via Instagram, yeah. not via a tweet, not via a statement, but Ryan Shazier actually speaking yesterday with Roosevelt Knicks, his teammate, who, believe it or not, does a podcast. I had no idea that the Steelers Pro Bowl fullback has a podcast. Neither did I. The things you learn on the interweb. Roosevelt Knicks, not normally a loquacious guy in the locker room, but sit him down with a teammate on his own terms, and you hear all kind of stuff. Uh, including this yesterday from Ryan Shazier about not just wanting to come back, but wanting to come back great. That's I got to get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm really trying to come back and, like, still be a pro bowler, still be all pro. Like, I'm salty because I feel like I got snubbed all pro this year. You know what I'm saying? Even though I got hurt. Right. But I feel like my stats are still as good as those who made it. You know what I'm saying? Like, You know what I mean? And so, like, I'm, I'm really, like, I'm, I'm still reaching for that that – that Hall of Famer, you know what I'm saying? Because I really feel like I'm the best linebacker ever, you know what right. I'm saying? So, like, I just got to be back out there so everybody can see it. You know, the last thing I heard about Ryan Chase here was Kevin Colbert talking about him a couple weeks ago and saying that they want to keep having him come to the facility every day and work with the coaches and work with the personnel guys and keep football front and center for him. Uh, Colbert said he thought that was important. It seems pretty important to Ryan Chase here as he uh, – Battles his way back after that horrific injury in Cincinnati in early December and spinal stabilization surgery. Yeah, I mean, whatever you get, whatever he needs to do mentally to get to the next step level, do it. And I think it's pretty awesome what the Steelers are doing, letting them hang around and be around the facility and the players. That's probably huge for him. Yeah, and it sounds like it is uh, progressing. How long is it? Like a forty-minute podcast? Is it all no, twenty-eight like, minutes? Yeah, it's thirty minutes, and it's all him and Shazier. Yeah, they just Roosevelt Sh- next a short intro and they start shooting talking. the bull. It's uh, it's interesting stuff if uh, if you've got some time. Uh, Ryan Shazier sounds like he's in a good place. I, God bless him. I don't know how, but uh, as Co- as Kevin Colbert pointed out, he has never once, at least in front of anyone associated with the Steelers, he has never once. Asked why me? He's just dealt with his circumstances. And, uh, it's inspiring a lot of people. Uh, good for him. Uh, tough end uh, for Team USA in the Olympic hockey tournament last night. Uh, the U.S. loses three to two in a shootout 
to the Czech Republic. Uh, the Czech Republic won the five-man shootout one to nothing after 60 minutes of play and then 10 minutes of four-on-four. Four. So it's the Czech Republic advancing to the semifinals where it will meet uh, the Olympic athletes from Russia. The other two quarterfinal games were played this morning. Germany beat Sweden 4-3 to three in overtime. This was a hard tournament to handicap because of the lack of NHL players and lack of known players. But I still got to look at Germany over Sweden as a big upset. And Canada beat Finland one to nothing. So it's uh, Canada against Germany and the Olympic athletes from Russia against the Czech Republic. That's your semis. The losers meet Saturday in the bronze medal game. And the winners meet Sunday in the gold medal game. Team USA uh, taking a step back this time around. After a fourth-place finish in 2014 and a silver medal in 2010. NHL action from last night pertinent to the Penguins. The Lightning beat the Capitals 4-2, to so the Caps remain at 75 points. They have played one fewer game than have the Penguins, who have 74 points. The Pens are second in the Metropolitan Division, and the Flyers are third with 72 points. They have also played one fewer game then have the Pens, Philly a 3-2 overtime winner in Montreal last night. Philadelphia is also going to be without forward Wayne Simmons for two to three weeks. He is out with an upper body injury. The Pirates picked up an outfielder from Boston. Uh, they have acquired outfielder Bryce Brents in exchange for cash considerations. Brents is six foot and 210 pounds. He's got just a smattering of big league experience, uh, 34 games, nine of those in 2014, 25 in 2016. He did hit 31 home runs for AAA Pawtucket last year. And uh, no more Louisville 2013 national champions. The university had its appeal denied by the NCAA, so uh, Louisville must uh, vacate 123 mm-hmm. wins. That includes the stripping of the 2013 championship and the 2012 Final Four appearance. That's right. And uh, all the sex that they arranged for all of their athletes. Got to give that back. All those climaxes are null and void. I heard they faked them anyway. They didn't count. Yeah, they were all being pulled out. We come back. Double M, Mark Madden, joining us on the DVE Morning Show. It's the DVE Morning Show. Double M, Mark Madden is here. Mark, great to see you. Great to be seen, Randall. You know, you know, you, you know, you know, Mark. You wrote all about the Penguin situation, and you said they got to go out and uh, they got to get Grabner. Well, no, I think the uh, overriding pres- uh, theme of my article today in the Trib is that if a good deal's not there, don't make a deal. They're a, a contender, legitimately, as it is. So don't overpay for some schmuck and. Screw up your cap, and 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 you know render your farm system terrible for years to come. If a good deal's there, make it. If not, don't. But I think the best deal to be made would be for Michael Grabner, the New York Rangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're uh, confident the Rangers would uh, make a deal with the Penguins? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know because they could easily play in the first round of the playoffs. Although the Rangers right now are in last place and. Out of the playoff picture. Well, maybe Mike Tomlin will take over as GM of the Rangers, and it'll definitely happen. <laughs> well, 
we can always oh. Grabner can just like get in a, get Actually, in a fight Mike, with them. Mike Tomlin and Glenn Sather are very comparable in terms of uh, <laughs> well, a lot of things, really. But uh, no, uh, the deal that doesn't make sense for me is it's to get Derek Broussard from Ottawa at a cost of Sprong, Sherry, and a first round pick, which is probably what Ottawa would demand. Plus, which Broussard has a $5 million cap hit uh, going into next year. He has one more year left on his contract. So that means you're not going to keep Hornquist, which you probably mm. won't anyway. But if you're going to make a big sign to replace Hornquist, you can't. You've already done it, Broussard. Pretty good player, though. Pretty good player, but I don't think he offers any guarantee, though. Well, I mean, uh, depth is probably what you're looking for right now at this point. So do you need to go for the big name with Shane being as good as he's been in the last six I don't, weeks? I don't know that you do need to go for the big name. I, I think there's a lot of fourth-line centers. Like uh, I, I always hate recycling. I think it's lame mm-hmm. and born of familiarity, and in this case, not taking into account that Cullen's another year older. Right. But, you know, if they brought him back as the fourth-line center, I guess that'd be okay. Just out of curiosity, who do you like better as a player? Not necessarily a fit here or salary cap implications. Who do you think's a better hockey player, Broussard or Grabner? Broussard. Yeah, me too. But, 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 that's... but, but the other guy's pretty good. Well, right. And, well, the other guy, here's an amazing stat for, for Grabner. He is second in the league in even-strength goals dating back to the start of last season. He has 40 even-strength goals dating back to the start of last season. The only guy with more is Austin Matthews. Yeah, it's funny, too. Somebody pointed out, I think he has seven empty net goals empty nets. So people think that's cheap. They count, too. But not only do they count, you have to be trusted by your coach right. to be on the ice with a minute left and a one-goal lead to get the empty net. You know, to have a chance. And, and, and People say empty net goals are easy to get. Well, don't tell the guys on the current Penguins team that because they, <laughs> they mangle that situation all the time. <laughs> and an empty net goal ends the game. It ends the game, so they are important. Did you listen to the podcast Rosie Nix had? Uh, I saw some quotes from it. That's about the extent of it. Did he- you know Rosie Nix had a podcast? No. Well, I mean, everybody does, so I should have known. Do you think that we're headed towards, because I, I have an inkling that this is where things are going, athletes feel more comfortable talking on podcast formats with whether it's their teammates, another famous person, or Barstool guys, or whoever, that the real content now is being derived from what happens in podcasts because for some reason they feel like they can control the message and they trust the, I don't want to say novice or maybe untrained journalist or inexperienced uh, person on the same platform as the experience. Maybe somebody from the Post-Gazette asks uh, a hockey player something, he's going to be a little bit uh, careful with his words, but if all of a sudden Phil Kessel has a podcast, everybody's spilling the beans. If we are headed that way, it hasn't availed itself yet. Not even close. Uh, You mentioned Barstool, and they had their lovely brawl for all event or whatever it's called. Uh, I can't think of anything revelatory that's ever been broken on Barstool. They literally had a huge story last week with the Eagles, um, not Chris Long. Who was it that said that the uh, winning with the Eagles is joyful and winning with the Patriots Ray was Johnson. yeah. Oh, no, that was on a radio show, and they picked up on it. Yeah, that wasn't theirs. That wasn't theirs. They they, they might have passed it off as theirs because that's the speciality of, of sites like that, but it wasn't theirs. Well, I, God, I thought, well, maybe I'm misremembering, and there, there was something that even ESPN had to acknowledge that it was said on the Pardon you My Take podcast. You can't remember, Randall. It couldn't have been too big a story. Well, we don't remember anything now, so it doesn't matter. That's so, how I like it. What you were we just talking about? You don't think that that's where things are headed? No. 
Oh, good. I'm glad. No, because because as as I as I've said again and again, when I look at a site like Deadspin, which is the precursor to Barstool in terms of that irreverence, uh, they had X amount of talented guys. Those guys left. Deadspin sucks now. Okay, it'll happen to Barstool too. All the people coming from that end of journalism, quote unquote journalism, are going to go to the mainstream if they're talented and they won't be replaced by uh, guys of like talent. Why do you root so hard against the Barstool? And the I like. just think it sucks. Yeah, but it's not for you. This would be like That's you arguing that Chuck E. Cheese is not a great restaurant. Okay, and you hope it's, it's, it's not if, for if you. It's not for me. I'm not going to speak out for it. I understand that it's not for me, but I I also think it stinks. Like Deadspin had an article the other day, like a, a, a you know how many thousands of words on whether the Canadian ice dancing team is screwing. Well, and, that was uh, that was not just them. That was you know the Canadian newspapers talked about it. Yeah, but but in this case, it was put in gutter language using f bombs. Are these two effing? Are these two effing? Are these two? I was surprised by that too because they've been so shock value. They've been so vocal. If if that's where it's headed, you can have it. I think that's just ridiculous. Yeah, for whatever they they may break a story now and then, but most of it is contributing to the dumbing down of America and leading us down the crap. And when you say break a story now and then, you mean very, very, very rarely. Very rarely. But just for the record. We're heading down the crap hole like a downhill skier. Yeah, but are are they leading us down the crap hole, or are they reacting to us heading there? They are giving people what they want. Well, they and want. sometimes you got to give them what they need. But but you still but you still have to have a modicum of talent to hold attention over the long haul, and I just think very few in that genre do, and I think that's been proven. I thought Barstool made a made a difference, like a step that was separating them from the Deadspin um, model when they got Rappaport, but then they just fired him over the weekend, so. right, and effed him out the door. You know, I, I feel I, I worry for Pat McAfee, who's a friend of mine. Because, you know, I know he thinks what he's doing is entertaining, and at some level it is, and I think he's a really bright guy who could make it in legitimate media. But if all he does is sit behind a mic and yell F-bombs at the top of his lungs, I don't think CBS is going to want to pick that up sooner or later. Yeah, but, you know, they know that they'd be doing a different job there. Just like when Howard went to Sirius, yeah, he's dropping CBS F-bombs well, nonstop, well, and he knew he couldn't do it on terrestrial yeah, radio. Yeah, but, but Howard, Howard was so good and such a moneymaker, it's just way different. I wouldn't compare anybody at Barstool to Howard Stern. I mean, come on. Well, I, I'm just pointing out that people will perform differently on the but different. Will they like, be they'll, trusted to they'll perform abide, differently? Sure, they abide by the restrictions. I don't know about that. Well, what about internet media uh, like uh, the Athletic or DK on Pittsburgh Sports? I mean, they're kind of right now taking all of the talent away from the traditional media, or at least hiring them away. <laughs> really? Are they? Talent? You sure about that? Well, I'm asking you. Who's left at the Post-Gazette? Who's left at uh, the Trib? Well, the Athletic has the Trib sports staff right now. And and those guys are good. I'm not denigrating. Not all of it. You know, Yoey and Beer Temple and and Cabali and them. They're good. They are. I have uh, two of the three on my show on a regular basis. The other Mm -hmm. guy who cares about the Pirates. But but, uh, I don't know that. I don't know that the Athletic has an overwhelming talent level to where it's going to you know, necessarily put the Trib and Post-Gazette out of business. I think those two entities can go out of business just fine on their own. Do you think that you have this opinion of non-traditional media because you are afraid you will have to join it? Or no. do you really think that it won't last and it is subpar? I don't think I'll ever have to join it. I'm old. I'm rich. 
I won't have to do anything I don't want to do. Believe me. Why do you do this? Because I like your company. No, no, I know why you do this. I mean, why do you do the radio show, your radio show? Because oh, I, I think I do it better than anybody's ever done it in the history of Pittsburgh sports. I get compensated generously, and I need something to do. My God, I'm, yeah. I'm bored to death as it is. Yeah, I know. I, I can tell. I know. Well, I mean, I admit it. Well, when you retire, will you move to Vegas? I don't think I'll ever retire. I think I'll die in office. Well, here's hoping that's not for a long, long time, Mark. Or at least natural causes. It's very nice of you to say. What's that? Or at least natural causes. Yeah. Well, is being too fat too long natural causes? I just I hope you don't die in office like Lincoln. Oh, get get shot at the theater. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you see me as a legendary figure in Pittsburgh radio, Randall? In what respect? No, in any respect. Yeah, of course I do. I, I am. I am a legendary figure in Pittsburgh right. radio. And you're the first to point it out. Well, I don't know if I'm the first. I've done it the most frequently. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, no, I think sport. There are revered sports figures, and, and you have you are the most polarizing, though. There's no doubt about that. You see, I, I think I've taken the kind of philosophy we're talking about with Bart Stool and Deadspin, and been intelligent enough to walk right up to the edge of the cliff and keep it. Yeah, but mainstream. you have porn stars on all the time. You try to separate not yourself. Anymore. From what we're not a lot st- anymore. Yeah, but you want to. That's not true. It is true. No, it's not. I know that it's true. It's not true. It's very true, Dan. How do you know that? How it's, do you know I want to? How can you true. read my mind? It's I'm not true. reading your mind. I know what your bosses have had to tell you. You want to have... I'm not mad at oh, you no, for that, it. That was then. This is now. I th- people change. Times change. Okay. Because you are castigating them for doing the same thing that you kind of want to do. Stars. No, the 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 bar stools and the whatnot. You know, I would never drop an f bomb on the air, even if I was allowed to. I have, and I haven't uh, meant to. I, I think, one, but <laughs> yeah, I think you when did. you're allowed to, once you do that, there's no going back from that. You're just the guy who drops the f bombs. I think to his point, if you go up to that line but stay on the right side of it, that's a big difference. And I think that's intriguing. I, I think walking the tightrope is part of the attraction. Would you ever go babyface on your show and start praising your your callers? No. But I guarantee you, boy, if you were 24 years old, you would love Barstool. You would be, be all awesome. about it, and you would be like petitioning to be the- But I'm not 24 years old. Right, so it's not for you. I know that. It's not for you either. No, I know. I don't really- I, I like PMT. I love those guys. But, but, but those- I think, I think that uh, uh, Big Cat PFT and... Commenter is one of the well, funniest we, we, people we that We agree on ever. that. PFT and Big Cat are talented, and once they leave, if they're ever smart enough to leave, or if their onerous contracts with that demagogue who runs the site can ever be broken- then that then barstool fades away. Is DK uh, on Pittsburgh Sports trying to get you to join? No, why? Are they? I, I heard the rumor they were trying to get you. No. Oh, okay. So you're staying in radio. He, what? Wait, now hold it. If I if I why can't I write and still do radio? No, you can. I, I, I do guess. actually. All right, so you are going right to write for DK on Pittsburgh Sports? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. I have a two year contract with the Trib. Very happy. A lot of money. Oh, okay. How about the Trib has four columnists now? For what? Rossi Gorman me. And um, Rossi's still writing for that. Is up, Upgroove Jim is, Benz, right? Is Upgroove a trip? I think Upgroove's dead. Isn't that a, okay? I thought that's what Rossi was writing for. You know, I think he, I think Upgroove is dead now. Rossi's been moved back to the trip. I don't know the details. I you know I don't. I just find it fascinating what's happening because I think there's a lot of uncertainty right now in sports media and the landscape. And uh, you continue to do the uh, you know Trumpian swatting everybody down despite what they say is coming their way. Coming your and way. And successfully. Yeah. I managed to swat it down. Uh, <laughs> the, the, big, the big thing that people don't get about these pay websites, because everybody's starting a freaking pay website now. It's disgusting. There's a, there's a group of guys doing a pay website in Pittsburgh now, 
you could dip them in super glue and drag them through Fort Knox and they wouldn't draw any money. Who's that? Uh, that what's it called? Trivia? No. Pittsburgh something now. There's a couple decent guys on there, but not many. Pittsburgh- What's well, tough if you're not actually getting? I don't know who you're talking about, but um, there there are a lot of Pittsburgh sports blogs that are aggregators of content right. that is. Well, this is what I'm talking derived about. somewhere else. You have to actually create your own this, content. This you have blog to be has there. like one press pass between it and limited access. Okay. they have seven people writing about the Penguins. The, the, the point being that if you have a pay website, you better have somebody involved. With not just writing skills and reporting skills, but charisma and an ability to 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 get people interested in you and what you think and what you say personally, or you're not going to get people to subscribe. Why don't that's, that's a whole different kettle of fish when you have a paywall. Why don't you start your own media empire? Yeah, I already have. No, you work for iHeartRadio. Uh, iHeartRadio works for me. Mark Madden, he's the boss. 105.9X. I could just say X now. Hey, let's talk about what about this meeting today we have to go to. I'm very excited. Do for we it. have to go? You're the boss. Can we just yeah, take off? Just after call this? it off. You they work for you. Uh I mean, do we have to I, well, yeah. I guess I'm betraying what I just said. Yeah. Do we have to go? Yeah, we have to go. What exactly is gonna go on? Here's I what know. I don't understand. I stuff Why like aren't you looking forward to hanging out with your coworkers for an hour? Because I don't like to hang out with my coworkers. <laughs> At all. At all, let alone for an hour. Well, maybe it'll be great. Maybe some camaraderie will do you good. Maybe yeah. actually being around other people. Yeah, that's what I think, too. Instead of this sort of self-imposed... I love when I come on this show because all we do is talk about me. It's awesome. No, I know. Well, I find you fascinating. <laughs> I, do you really? Yeah, like an unfrozen caveman kind of way. That's, that's very flattering. <laughs> kind of like the movie Encino Man. Yes. <laughs> you oh, was that awful? Yeah. Wasn't Pauly Shore in that? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Brandon Fraser. Brandon Fraser. And one of the Baldwin brothers. Dan Baldwin. And Sean Astin? Does that sound right? No, Stephen Baldwin was in it. Sean uh, Astin Reese. Rudy? Yeah. Sean Astin Reese. Rudy. Rudy. Was offside. All right. This is devolved. This is the kind of stuff that's going to sink terrestrial radio. <laughs> Well, I never said it wouldn't commit suicide. Double M, Mark Madden. Thanks to Phil Bork. Thanks to Sean Casey for joining us this morning. And Jeff Conkle, Mr. Wednesday. Stan yeah. will be on the show tomorrow. Handbid.com. Casey's got oh, so much, great so much cool stuff. stuff. Yeah, just type but, in Miracle Bash and you'll find handbid.com. By the way, can I get a quick plug in? Man, we're really late. I don't care. Is it for charity? Or is it for your own business do- dealings? Neither. Okay. Uh, Al Equipa School Board oh, yeah. tried to get rid of their high school football coach, Mike Zemanik. Mm hmm. Who's been in the last ten Whippeal finals? He's won six Whippeal championships. He might be, you know, the top two or three high school football coaches of all time. And I, I see no reason why they want to get rid of him. I, I can't. Nobody will tell me on the record. Off was the he record, in a? Did he get kicked out of Tequila Cowboy? Uh, no, no, God, no. He'd never do that. He's, he's, he's a, he's a. No, he's a bottle shop guy. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, well, you don't get kicked out of there. Yeah. He, like, no, I mean, he would never. Like, there, there's no, yeah. there's no. Secret story here, so I'm assuming somebody's kid didn't get to play quarterback. Oh, that, yeah, that's the yeah, the, that's the uh, that happens age to old every story. every legendary high school coach. They try to get rid of him. Usually doesn't work. It happened with Render at St. Clair, McCurry at North Hills, Timbo McConnell, Char Valley basketball. Somebody's unhappy because their kid didn't get to do whatever. At North Hills, I remember McCurry, who might who if you made me pick the top three coaches of all time, McCurry, Render, somebody else. That spot yeah, yeah. rotates. A school board member was mad because his kid didn't start at quarterback. He was a defensive back instead. The kid played every down on defense, and that still wasn't enough for the school board member. Well, 
you know, maybe you can be the next coach of Aliquippa. No. Double M, he's got solutions. Answers to questions you didn't even know you had. Three to six each afternoon, possibly seven. I don't think any. No. no yeah, sometimes seven. Sometimes seven. I have no answers, Randall. 105.9 The X, uh, our brother station. Tomorrow on the show, more stuff. Well, wrap this up. You're running late. Uh, you're the one who keeps going and bitching about high school sports. People love high school sports. This is Pittsburgh. Steel high school town. football. A rich tradition. How many years? 35 years as a head coach there? Quips. Oh, no, not get... that many. 20, 20-something. 20 That's a ton, though. But he coached like high school basketball and won the Whippeal in that, too. Going to hell in a handbasket, Mark. I heard he's doing a barstool. <laughs> I'm finished. You stay classy, Pittsburgh. Don't touch your face. I got him dead, Pittsburgh, all day, baby. For now, you guys call me Ronald. Would you not eat my pants? Ronald. Ah! Mm.